0: Yeah!
1: Toadhopnetwork.com. It's Huff and Stapes.
2: The Huff and Stapes Radio Show live on the Toadhop Network every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Pacific to 11 p.m. Pacific time. I don't know what time that is Eastern, but it's very, very late. And now on Extreme Talk XM 165 for the first time ever tonight. And uh, leading up to the Nick and Artie show at 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, one of my radio idols. Very exciting to be a part of uh, Extreme Talk XM 165 for the first time ever. I am your host Scott Huff. And speaking of my radio idols, another one of my radio idols joins us in studio <laughs> you gotta, tonight. You got to raise the bar, Kevin Klein of the Playboy Morning it's Show, Sirius XM back. 102.
1: You have the nicest listeners of any show I've ever been a part of.
2: Why they've been nice to you tonight on Twitter?
1: They're so friendly I get nothing but hate Negativity From people listening To my show daily And then I come on here Once in a while And it is just A giant g- ego stroke
2: Really? I love it See that's nice That's nice to know Why? You know what it is It's because you're on a show Where you have a ton Of listeners I mean you guys have uh, It's gotta be It's gotta be millions right? You have uh, millions the, listeners. It's a national anywhere morning between show.
1: Three dozen And three million
2: Anywhere between Three dozen and three million Somewhere in the mix and because of that, you're going to have a lot of people who are like, you know, maniacs. Yeah. They're going to give you a hard time, probably. And our fans, you know, they're small, they're dedicated, they're tight-knit. They, oh, I shouldn't say
1: small. They I love you. not say that small. No, they are morbidly love obese. Let's yeah. not, let's not uh, sell your fans short. They are yeah. all very fat.
2: Well, I got no help from the actual staff of the show. Uh, know,
1: tonight, I'll be playing the role of Jackie and Stapleton. <laughs> I'm very excited to be filling in for both Jackie. I'm wearing tight jeans, pushed my titties up.
2: It's like one of those shitty two-hander plays that you go to see where it's like one actor plays nine different people. That's you. You're running backstage changing costumes (laughs) with a blonde wig for you for the
1: news. Now that I've seen how you can rumble on a golf course, I am terrified (laughs) to get on your bad side. That's right.
2: We'll get into my golf fight a little bit later
1: on. I'm excited to tell
2: that story. Yeah. I'm excited and scared. You're like the Macbeth
1: (laughs) of the public course in Boca.
2: Yeah. Kevin and I almost got into a rhubarb, as my dad used to say, a rhubarb. Uh, On the golf course over Christmas break, almost got into a fist fight. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Plus, I'm very excited. It's the return of Death Scene or Money Shot tonight on the show, where you try to discern between death scenes in movies and money shots in other types of movies. So we will hopefully bring in, because usually, you know, the great part about death scene or money shot usually is when we have Jackie here, she's so grossed out by both the death scenes and the money shots right. that it adds to the comedy. With no girl tonight, I feel like it would just be weird for you and I to sit here listening to money shots together.
1: It would be very strange.
2: It would be a little awkward. It would
1: actually be like a typical night when we hang out, except there's <laughs> microphones on. It's the only difference, really. We usually sit around and just watch money shots and That's death scenes.
2: Yep. A little Jean-Claude Van Damme action followed by <laughs> gang bangs. That's so what we usually do. So I think we're going to bring in awkward call screener, Drew, and give her her radio debut, her podcast and radio debut tonight on She's the show. She's
1: much less awkward looking than I anticipated. Oh, you thought she would going to be awkward looking? Well, I, when you say awkward, I, I don't know how to take it. I did hear about her. The legend has made its way all the way from right. Woodland Hills into Hollywood. And originally I'm thinking, that she is she Cyclops? Like, What makes her awkward? Necess- is her long, awkward pauses? I was expecting the worst, and I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised.
2: It's mostly awkward the way she gets out of conversations. Like, mm. normal people try to find an out point. She just decides on one and then bounces. That's it. She'll just let you know when she's done. She'll be like, well, thanks for everything, and then just walk away, which is which is weird when you're mid-sentence. She's you a time saver. Yeah.
1: She don't waste her time. Pleasantries and goodbyes and let's talk again soon.
2: No time for that. If you want to hear for yourself, eight 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 five two zero four three seven four 520 4374 is our telephone number. 888-520-4374. Uh, you can email us, us at HuffAndStapes.com, Twitter at Huffstapes, and don't forget also to follow all the great shows here on the Toad Hop Network, at Toad Hop Network on Twitter and at Extreme XM 165, now that we are on Extreme Talk, XM, channel 165, every Thursday night. Very, very excited. This is, I mean, this is really huge for the show. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm incredibly proud of this. Now, you know, people have been tweeting at me things like, oh, well, it's great, you're finally getting paid for the show. <laughs> Let me just clear a few <laughs> things up for everybody. If I made my first million in satellite radio. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the money pit. I don't know, judging for the jackets and the cool headphones you bring in here, oh, I don't please. know, you might be worth a million. It's all on payola. It's possible. Uh yeah, so we're we have literally taken this show from 50 listeners in a basement at Stape's apartment or the Hollywood Hills house that he was renting with like 19 dudes to 53 listeners in a garage <laughs> in Woodland Hills. You have made All the it, way my friend, to satellite radio.
1: Yeah, it's big time. It's I, great. I've been I've been a, it, it just you know uh, I like to consider myself a emergency fill in. As needed, like like the really like lousy substitute teacher that you get when when the other three can't make it, so you go to the one that's like maybe had a history of being friendly with children. <laughs> You're like, well, you know, it's like either that, that guy. Or... We still have his number, and so I get the call occasionally from you. It's always last minute. It's always when a stereo is busy or something. And uh, but every time I come here, there's like some big announcement. Is like, I haven't had a big announcement on my show in seven years. And you don't every, have to. You're on five
2: days a week. Well, I love how you try but, to make it like, well, I'm just hey, saying, your, your podcast made it to XM Radio no, for one night a week. In the same breath that you're giving me a hard time, you're acting like you've got nothing going but, but on. But five listen, days a week, you look at naked say,
1: chicks. Yes, I understand that. And yesterday, as a matter of fact, we had a casting call in Orange County. Oh, and shitty there was life. <laughs> 600 naked women in a hotel room in a 50-minute in period. But the point I'm making is I've been here for – I've witnessed a lot of your big announcements. I witnessed the announcement when you are moving to the Toad Hub Network. That right. was big and exciting. Yeah. Then I witnessed the announcement when the Toad Hop Network was – Moving somewhere To the John Lovitz Theater Lovitz yep. Theater yep. I can't even keep track of it all And then, and then today It's a big announcement You know on satellite On XM 156 165 Whatever it is I'm <laughs> dyslexic And I'm I'm saying to myself God Like the next time you ask me To come and do the show I'm going to have no idea Where to find you anymore Because I, I was with you When you were at the Gynecologist office Right the gynecologist office Was rough Bad rough. sound quality there No bad Very very echoey We all had to do it in stirrups too Which was weird Uncomfortable cool. And uh, at the same time Healthy, I think. <laughs> We're all clean. We have So a clean now bill of uh, I look forward to every time I come in because it's a big announcement. I come back again next time. You go, guess what the big announcement is? We're taking over NBC now. We're now. That's be- great.
2: From your mouth to God's ears. So there you go. Customer. Congratulations. Thank Everyone you. Raise a drink to Huff and Stapes and the ghost of Jackie and the ghost of Jackie Bray. Unbelievable that our first night on XM. So like you know, I got I got a great fill host, obviously, in you. You're thank a, you. Now na- you have a national morning show. The bar I, I very sure. High. Now listen. You can't take a compliment for shit. It's ridiculous, but it's fine. I got a great co-host to come in and help out with the show. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I have been working tirelessly to get this show to the next level. Always. From the you know, we're in the gynecologist's office. I'm like, guys, we're not gonna be in the gynecologist's office much longer. Pretty soon we're gonna be somewhere else. We're we'll gonna be part of a network. I don't know where it's gonna be. And it happened. And then, same thing here. I was like, you know, we're, we got a great network. We're going to build this thing out to something even bigger. And now, basically, I mean, Toad Hop, this is crazy. Toadhop is just taking over XM165. Heidi and Frank are on a Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. We're on Thursday nights. We're going to fill the other five nights. It's going to happen eventually. They're going to realize that the content here is the best on the internet and put us all on there. But thanks a lot to this crew that I've been fucking dragging along. You never, I think I suck at everything. Yes. I really do. And I, I'm neurotic and I don't think I do a good job almost ever on anything. But I will say this. The first night we're on XM 165, and Joe is not here, Mm -hmm. Stapes. He's the other half of Huff and Stapes. I've never actually heard of Stapes. I mean, (laughs) I'm always here because he's,
1: like, I don't even think he exists, really. He just seems like the guy that you, like, that's a good made-up name for a buddy. Be like, oh, yeah, Stapes. Stapes,
2: perfect. Couldn't make it again tonight. Rolls right off the tongue. And Jackie Bray, today, she tells me today that she can't make it here, that she has a sore throat and Mm. can't be, oh, I'm hacking up a lung and, uh, and my throat's sore and I can't be there. For the debut on fucking XM Radio, you can't be here. You know really? What, you you know can't heard,
1: suck it up and be here? Her throat is sore because last week she spent so much time complaining about not having gas money. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's why her throat is now sore. It's I actually, always something. I brought her a $3 gas card today. Did gonna, you really? I was going to chip into the Jackie Bray yeah, gas fuck fund. that. But now what? I'm going to pocket that, and that's going to be a third of a pack of smokes on the way back tonight.
2: I couldn't decide I couldn't decide what to do because I'm upset, and obviously she's put in a lot of effort over the years and hasn't been paid anything, and I, but I'm, it's just like, why girls... Why is it always something? Why the day of are you telling me that you can't be here for our Mm -hmm. premiere on XM? How do you fucking miss this? People
1: will probably tune in, listen for um, three or five minutes and make their decision and then never listen to you again or fall in love with you. You have three minutes. Oh,
2: uh, that's good news. I have three, that, that's the deal. That's the radio Starting three now. So nah, starting right to- <laughs> who the hell knows anymore? Welcome to the show, everyone. We're starting our three minutes right this second. Right now. It's going to get good. I couldn't decide what to do. I really want to throw her under the bus. I wanted to do a whole thing about how Jackie got a sore throat from sucking too many dicks that weren't clints and just like really run, run roughshod over her. Um, is, I'd do it for anything. That, like the syphilis was eating away at her brain. I just really wanted to go all out, yeah. but there's no need to bad. repeat
1: stuff that's already common knowledge. It's <laughs> just redundant
2: at this point. Everyone knows that. And fucking Staples, like you said, he's never around. Staples is ridiculous. He's like that my dad. Guy's a world traveler. I think your
1: dad is currently around more than Staples. He's a world traveler, this Stapleton guy. And
2: my dad's dead, so that's pretty really incredible.
1: That's right. We have to bring we have to bring the XM audience into the fact that uh, your father is no longer with us.
2: He's no longer with us. And yet, he is around more than Staples.
1: Yes. Go figure.
2: Well, I'm thrilled uh, now that everything else
1: has fallen apart for you. Thanks for thinking of me. It makes me feel good.
2: You know, not got hired for this thing uh, amongst some controversy, too. No, I didn't it's know that. slightly controversial. Apparently, there was another podcast that was being broadcast on XM165 on Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to name their names because I don't know what's going to happen with this. I feel like there's like a really, there's a very fine line that we're walking because this guy has some pretty rabid fans. I don't know that he has that many, but he's got a, some rabid fans. And they're pissed because he got, I guess he got kicked off of... Uh, ...of the station for using the N-word. He's a white guy using the N-word a lot. Nachos? <laughs> they're delicious. What's wrong with saying nachos? Over and over. He got kicked off for using the N-word and for uh, calling his listeners... you know, ...using gay slurs and whatever. Yo, and he read. got kicked off. And so now it's like they're waging all-out internet guy war against mm. XM-165. And I feel like it's possible they're going to start training their eyes on Huff and Stapes... ...because we're taking over the time slot. Like, they're going to listen... Like you said, they're going to make their decision in three minutes, mm-hmm. and then they're just going to let loose and start harassing our Facebook page and whatever. I'm prepared for it. I hope it doesn't happen. Oh, you're already prepared? I'm prepared. You set up an internet defense? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready.
1: What What's the plan? Do you want to get into your plan right now, or well, is it top know, secret? No, you know
2: what's weird? You know what's weird is that every part of me knows that I just, I, I shouldn't, like, start with that, I shouldn't get into any of this. Yeah. I shouldn't buy it. But like every part of me just loves. I don't have any enemies anymore. I used to you have a lot of enemies. Aren't you back mentally
1: in, exhausted at this point? I mean, I, look, I know we're not going to. I don't blow the load on the golf story. But now you're about to start fighting for you know seventy year olds on golf courses, public golf courses. You're clearly looking for someone to just start beef with.
2: I just, I yeah, I, I used to have a lot of enemies. Like back in high school and, and like post college, even and post college, I had some enemies. Like I had. An, I actually thought of you as an enemy for a while. Why don't we come clean while you're on the air? You, you know, thought Kevin of me Clyde, was an enemy. I Thought of you as an enemy very early on in. Uh, uh, we had, like, two circles of friends who were kind of running around each other, little dances with wolves. We never quite knew each other, even though we mm-hmm. had multiple groups of friends who knew you and who knew me. And then one day I go to rent a tux for a wedding, and I go into Mr. Tux in Westwood. Mm-hmm. And I look behind the counter, and you know how they do celebrity pictures at, like, uh, delis and stuff in New York? They do celebrity pictures, like the Chinese restaurant in Beverly Hills will have, like, you know, whoever Gary Oldman ate here. And yeah. they'll have a signed picture, to chow, love Gary Oldman, you know, great spicy chicken or whatever. Right. Hey, Ray you, Romano likes yeah, the Mushu pork. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I like the Everybody pork. Everybody loves Mushu. So much in common with Ray Romano. Yeah. Meanwhile, I go in to rent a tux, I and I know, me I, I know that. I know I had I know I had heard of you, and fuck, there's a picture of you, yeah, like you with some ridiculous haircut, all svelte <laughs> post college, and it's like <laughs> love Listen, the tux, love the tux, Mister Tux, love Kevin Klein. I'm like, look at this I fucking kid. Li- I, I was so pissed, sincerely. like like you went in and hung it up, like I was like, this fucking guy thinks he's so famous, like you know that the tux guy hung it up, but I thought you right. went, like went in there and just. Turns out the Hold Tux guy,
1: Mister Tuxedo's son, Tuxedo Junior, uh-huh. uh, was a fan of the <laughs> radio show Jr. I do, mm-hmm. and was very excited. And the guy I didn't know he was hanging that up in his shop. He said, "God, I hated you so much for that." Says, "I didn't even have a. I'm not even a guy who comes to Hollywood without pictures. I didn't even have pictures, you know. So I had to find like a Facebook. Hey, you picture. had
2: come, no, you didn't. That was like a clear headshot. am telling had like, you. dude, that, you had an elbow on a knee. It was a, no one poses like was, that. It was
1: like a yearbook photo." That I, I remember thinking like, oh, I guess I kind of still look like this guy before 40 pounds earlier. And I printed – I had, took it to Kinko's and I had it – because the guy was saying to me, he thought I was being a dick because I had to keep going to get my tuxedo f- uh, fitted and I kept not bringing a picture because I didn't have one. Like he assumes everyone's got a box of 8x10s in this So you're saying
2: you went out and got 8x10s
1: just to help no, out junior tux? To help out the, tu- <laughs> the tuxedo guy. Here I'm thinking he's going to hook me up with a free cummerbund or something like that because I'm going to give him a picture. And I have to. They go, charge I, you for everything. In those I, I go to Kinkos and I print, I get the thing blown up, and it looks absurd. And I know it looks absurd. And I, I he didn't tell me he's going to hang up behind the the register, or wherever it is. You're the only guy. The only guy. <laughs> he, <laughs> I, like, I almost want to say to the guy, like, look, if you're trying to appeal to a higher class of people, find a better celebrity than than me. You know, find someone. Just put up a fucking picture of James Bond in a tuxedo and write, you know, write your own name. Hey, tuxedo man, thanks for the tuxedo, Bond. So he hangs <laughs> the thing up. And it's amazing how many people must rent tuxedos because I thought you stopped rent. I thought tuxedos, like when you stop sleeping on a futon, you stop renting tuxedos. You should.
2: Tuxedos. That should be the rule of thumb. For
1: some reason, like not a month goes by where someone randomly doesn't be like, hey, dude, saw you at the tux shop. You know, you're record. an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go fuck yourself. And I'm like, I, I didn't know to get. So I went back. And it was like a whole Seinfeld thing where he, I was like, can you, any chance you want to take down the picture? I mean, I, was like, I feel like I'm living. Come and on. You th- asked him to take down the phone. I just said, there, you know, you don't need to hang it up. And somehow in the process, I noticed he printed out another one. He must have found it. I don't even know Were where. You in the dressing room now, too. He found not in the I'm not changing. He finds another picture and puts it up next to that one. So now there's like a whole collage building behind the uh, Mister Tuxedo of you, a uh, register of me. More than one. <laughs> and he photoshopped. This is so. There's a picture of me at the Playboy Mansion <laughs> with my no. original. Uh, one of the guys I used to work with on the show, and then we got Playboy bunnies flanking us on both sides. And he somehow photoshopped <laughs> no. his face into this picture. <laughs> so now it's like. Not only do I know Mr. Tuxedo uh, well enough to, uh, you know, give the guy autograph, but now we hang out together at the you, Playboy you, Mansion. Mr. You Tuxedo, yeah, like he's my he's my plus one. Hey, Mr. Tuxedo, you got anything nice to wear? We're we'll going to the mansion tonight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, wouldn't you know if I have a store of nice shit to wear. <laughs> And <laughs> it's like, what the hell? So now, uh, yeah. That's so probably the
2: imagined conversation he has with you, too. It probably is. I don't He's closing up shop. He talks to the picture I behind don't, the counter. I don't even think Where he has. Where are we going tonight, Kevin? I don't
1: think he has a son because I had to go back there uh, a couple times later when something ripped on my poorly made tuxedo. <laughs> and I see like his wife there, one of his many wives. I assume the guy's got 15 wives. <laughs> and I say something like, hey, how's your son doing? And she goes, I am fruitless. Which was a strange... What do you do there? Yeah, I, I said no, you look fruitful to me. <laughs> like, I don't know how you say that when a woman says, I'm fruitless. I'm
2: fruitless. Jesus. Yeah.
1: I was like, you come to my neighborhood full of fruits. <laughs> Fucking rollerblading everywhere. So anyway.
2: That's... Uh, so yeah, I didn't like you for I, that. I didn't I realize say. you disliked me, but... No, I, I did, because there was like a birthday party the first time that uh, I, I hung out yeah, with Kevin. There was a birthday party, I'm like, like, oh, you're going to sit across from Kevin and Danielle kevin's uh, significant other i'm like yeah. i don't want to fucking sit across from the guy from mr tux <sighs> i really I'd don't regale me with stories of mr tuxedo yeah it's fine though it's all good
1: i knew you didn't like me at first but i i thought it was for a joke i made well you know because like i met i think the first time we spoke was at a halloween party and you you and uh and your wife were dressed like olympians oh really and you had on a bathing suit yeah it wasn't a good look and she <laughs> it was not a good look and she had on a
2: uh She was dressed like a like an Asian figure skater, right? Yeah, no, it was no, it was. uh, What was the uh, controversy from the Olympics? It was, uh, it was uh, Asian gymnasts. They were like thirteen. The Chinese gymnasts were like twelve or something. Yeah, Yeah. so
1: she dressed like a thirteen year old in bathing suit, which is my favorite costume, by the way. (laughs) And you dressed like uh, like Michael Phelps, Phelps, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I see you in this bathing suit and you're walking. And it it's clear that you're not thrilled about being in this costume, but she it was her idea and you kind of said, oh, I'll go along with it. Meanwhile, I did the typical like lazy guy move on Halloween where I just grabbed like a couch cushion, like carried it with me. and I'm sure
2: you didn't dress as yourself for Mr. Tux? <laughs> hey, I'm the guy from <laughs> yeah, Mr. Tux, everybody. Mr. Kevin Tuxina. Klein. I went
1: as Mr. Tux. Kevin Klein. And I remember the next time I saw you, I said to you, we weren't even friendly at all. And I said to you, uh, hey, you go, hey, Scott, we met the other night. I go, oh, I didn't recognize you without your bathing suit on. And you gave me the, you, yeah, gave, me, you, you gave me like you gave me this one. you gave me this look like, yeah all right well this is where this is where we're going to end it right. go fuck yourself <laughs> and I said uh, I said I didn't go very well yeah it sounds like me which is too bad because I always thought your wife was great I got this a great woman too bad her husband's a real prick <laughs>
2: yeah And look at us now podcasting it up podcasting baby. away Woo-hoo! here on the Toad Hop Network and Extreme XM one sixty five Extreme Talk. XM 165 gets an hour of the show. If you're listening on Extreme Talk, don't forget you can get the full show at thetoadhopnetwork.com. Just to go back to something quickly, though, I am, like, so tempted to involve myself now in this controversy between the other podcast Mm. and the network but I feel like it's just a stupid move and just let sleeping dogs lie if they come after us which would be a fucking mistake right? if they come after us fine I'll get involved but I just feel like it's like it's really old school like 30 years ago Howard Stern playbook to start picking fights with other shows and other. you know that was funny it's not original it's not that interesting to do well plus what they don't know
1: the other show and and by the way I don't think they should have been kicked off the extreme talk network if they're using the n-word because you don't get much more extreme talk than that (laughs) but there's an entire garage out there of thugs and uh, they don't want to start with you because then they get, they get the entire, you know.
2: Toad hop network. Toad hop. Which and is th- far more intimidating than it sounds. Right,
1: and toad hop is not very intimidating. I remember whenever like in high school we'd play a school this mascot was a frog or something. I'd be like, oh great. Rolling yeah. over him. Yeah, we, we, who cares? You lick him, you start tripping, whatever. Uh, <laughs> these toad hoppers out there are insane. That whole garage. It's, not, it's like Sons punch, of Anarchy Post a picture. It really is. It is. Everyone's fixing exactly. motorcycles.
2: Yeah. yeah. Tattooing each other. We've got a lot of golf clubs out there. Mean Game of Jenga the, yeah. So, uh, so I don't know. I mean, I just hope. I hope we don't get involved. Somebody posted something on our page today. Like, don't, don't say the N word on your sh- on our Facebook page. Don't say the N word on your show. Or you're going to get kicked off, like this other show did. And I responded on the Facebook page. I was like, I'm not going to do that because it's unfunny and incredibly stupid for a white guy to do in 2012. Just and not going
1: to do it. Also, very excluding of all of our listeners in Niger. <laughs> <laughs> and they are huge fans,
2: huge fan base in Nitro. No, I did. I went on the uh, Facebook page today, and I was looking at the the metrics. I have I am time stealing like a bastard at work. It's unbelievable, but yeah, <laughs> I was I was looking at where our listeners are from. Either Facebook doesn't recognize anything that isn't a major city, or we have a very metropolitan group. And I, I want to start dragging the red states into this because it was like the only cities that listen to our show were like London, Los Angeles, Seattle, Vegas. You know, it's Oslo or something, you know, some big, big European capitals right. and big capitals in the state. We didn't have anybody from like whatever Hoboken even, which is even close to the Eastern Sea. Yeah, I would I mean, say Austin. that counts. No, Austin, Texas, even. Not, 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 not even one. Nothing. We were real coastal. Can uh, someone please immediately, someone
1: listening right now must know someone in Austin, Texas. If that's the city that Scott wants to go after, call them up, tell them to uh, log on, start listening, and give us a phone call.
2: There you go. 888-520-4374 is the telephone number. We are going to need someone to play Death Scene or Money Shot. I'm very excited. I'm excited to bring Drew the Awkward Call Screener. And Kevin, given what you do for a living... Mm And I did want to talk about the uh, Playboy casting call in a little bit, but um, we'll talk about that a little bit later on because it was ridiculous listening to you today. What you get to do for a living is, is, un, is clearly just unbelievable. 888 uh, 520 We will do Death Scene or Money Shot. We're taking your phone calls. It's our first night ever on Extreme Talk XM165. We'd love to hear from you. Become famous. Hear yourself on satellite radio. Hear your voice on Thursday night on satellite radio if you call in. Uh, Usually you
1: have to not go to school to get that kind of credential.
2: There you go. Uh, Yeah, lots of stuff to do. Also, I will go on the search for my dead father's Nazi dagger. I didn't get a chance to talk to anyone about that last week. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. You are listening to the Huff and Stapes Radio Show on the Toad Hop Network and Extreme Talk XM 165.
0: You're listening to Huff and Stapes.
2: The Huff and Stapes Radio Show live on the Toad Hop Network every Tuesday from 9 p.m. Pacific to 11 p.m. Pacific time, and also you can find us on the iTunes Music Store as a podcast. Now on Extreme Talk XM 165. Very excited to be here tonight, Scott Huff, alongside me, Kevin Klein. Missing the rest of our um, our crew. I was really if I if you would let me get on a roll there, I was really going to go off. Because, you know, I, get, I catch a lot of shit on this show from people, and there's a lot of love thrown in the direction of Jackie Bray and Joe Stapleton. But just remember one thing. Like yeah. I said, I don't ever give myself credit. But one thing I will say is I am the only person in the history of Huff and Stapes to appear on every single episode, like it or not. I've oh. been here for every single one. So the fact that we have moved on and we're at the next the next spot, satellite mm-hmm. radio, alongside guys like Kevin Klein and the Playboy Morning Show – uh, I just want to say, I do show up. I'm here. Whether you like it or not, I'm here. So
1: I respect your hard work
2: ethic. Oh, thanks. It
1: will get you nowhere. It <laughs> will get me nowhere in life. Gotta start blowing important guys. <laughs> I right. owe everything to that. Just dongs all over the place.
2: Just dongs all up in your Just face, huh? dongs knocking me out left and right. I don't, I don't buy that for one second. I, I was listening to the show this morning. Yeah. You guys were at the Playboy uh, casting call, right? Yeah,
1: Orange County. A uh, lot of
2: women. <laughs> lot of was women. it a live remote? Were you guys live this morning or no? Or are you recording no, yesterday? No,
1: uh, I hate to pull back the curtain of, of the magic. You no, know, for a Monday after the radio show that we do got early in the, uh, very early in the morning on, what channel are we on? 102, right?
2: Yeah, 102 now.
1: 102. I think our, our radio stations move more than your podcast, to be <laughs> yeah, honest. I, was say. I can't keep track of any of this stuff anymore. It's weed doesn't help. But uh, we, <laughs> we, were at, uh, we left right from there, and then we went to some hotel, top secret mystery yeah, you went hotel. To
2: a, you get to go to the top secret mystery hotel. Yeah.
1: Well, it's funny. We had a bunch of guests booked, and then they call us as we're driving there, like comedians and actors, and they say, You're going to be in the area where the girls get ready to get naked, and they're not allowed to have any guys there. And I was thinking to myself, like, do they know I'm a dude? Because if they don't know I'm a dude, this is going to be real weird when I show up there. Because most of the other people on the show are, you know, it's like my co-host, a woman, and the producer's a woman, it's another woman. And I go, they're saying no guys. Do they mean no guys on top of me or just, like, uh, no guys, period? And I guess their whole thing was that we are going to be in the area, a bunch of women come to this hotel, and they want to get naked, and then Playboy photographers take pictures of them, and then they decide whether or not the girl could be a playmate or, you
2: know. Those so. guys are pervs, by the way. They're like sick pervs. No, like, uh, uh, the Playboy uh, photographers, the photographers
1: are like, th- it's funny, they, um, I think they're around it so much. I mean, they, and they still, take it very
2: seriously, right? <laughs> yeah, it's they're, like they're photographing a building. It doesn't matter. They're just trying to portray right. it in the best light they can. And, right? and a lot of
1: times they're given, especially the, the open casting calls, they're given girls that aren't necessarily top of the line beautiful, and they look at it like they succeed by making the girl look beautiful. So in a way, they're trying to take a chick who's a a 5, make her look like a 7, a 7, make her look like a 10, and a 10, and make her... Bad chicks need love too! You know, the the whole thing. So, they, uh, the whole thing, it was like, uh, you know, it's weird, you think about it, it's awesome in the sense that there's women everywhere, 360 around you, changing, helping each other with their bras, uh, trying on each other's panties, like, checking each other's Vaginas to make sure they're shaved appropriately, and I'm. What sick- are they going
2: to do last minute? They'll they'll shave it up, they'll yeah, saw, trim it up I saw, last I saw, second. Yeah, I
1: saw, apparently the bathroom. I didn't go to the woman's room. I've been told not to do that anymore. But <laughs> apparently at the in the woman's room there was a whole like thing going on, like weird trading and and, and comparing trading pubic what stuff. I, fluids. I, <laughs> like a lot of stuff <laughs> happening. They're taking pictures of each other with their cell phones. So, uh, but as I'm sitting there, I'm trying to do the show and I'm trying to explain what's happening. And I have to almost try to remove myself from what I really want to do, which is just not talk at all and kind of slowly sneak into the corner and just watch what's happening. Yeah. Because
2: it's – it
1: was like they let me into the – in the woman's locker room, but every chick in the locker room, you know, was prepared to be a playmate. It was was amazing, you know. But at the same time, I'm like, don't – as soon as I accept that it's amazing – like, you're like me in that way. You're kind of pessimistic. Like, as soon as I realize, like, wow, how great is this – and as soon as i do that like i know a terrorist is about to blow up the hotel <laughs> so i'm just like i'm yeah. gonna- Keep m- remembering this isn't that amazing, and then I'll look at pictures on Twitter afterwards. And yeah, I, I
2: got bad news for everyone. Now that this show has made it to Extreme Talk, <laughs> XM165, yeah. uh, the apocalypse is definitely right. happening in 2012. When yeah. Stapes and I had a chance to be on Fox with each other five nights a week, guess what happened? They just canceled internet poker. Gone. They, they took our title sponsor and threw them. literally will throw them <laughs> in fucking prison yeah. if they come back to the United States of America. And therefore, we will never be on television together. So now that we're on satellite radio Something together, in fact drastic. something's gonna happen before Thursday night. Probably if you're hearing this, you're very lucky. You're one of the survivors. Select We're theater. at an outpost in Woodland Hills right now where we have we have rationed beans for you. We can save you. We know we can fight the zombie apocalypse if you come up here. It's cans of Takata. Tacate.: That's all you get. Oh, too to sponsor. Excuse me. Say it please oh, say it.
1: Correctly. Oh ticcate. Ticcate. The delicious beer. When other Mexican (laughs) varieties are not available It'll get you drunk
2: (laughs) Shitty slogan Alright, let's do some news Even though we have no Jackie Bray Can you at least raise your uh, pitch? It's Tuesday, Newsday The only day that matters Try to not read And now, up in Stapes, News Yeah, Did you cut off with with Jackie Bray? Nicely done Good timing by Nicholas, the uh, engineer over there See that Jackie Bray? Your throat hurts You will be cut out of all imaging for the news, I can't fucking believe she didn't show up. Did you see they gave Boys to Men a a Walk of Fame star? Boys to Men, one the, to uh, share. R&B, yeah, they, they uh, never got their own. <laughs> no, uh, well, it looks like it looks like they just called. Yeah, that was weird, right? I looked at it and it does say Boys to Men. It Doesn't have each one of their names. Apparently, uh, who can can you name one boy to man without looking at the news story? Can you name one of the guys? This is a black one. There's four black ones. Right, four black ones. Four African American uh-huh, gentlemen. Uh huh.
1: And then there's the one. The uh, no, that's all I got.
2: You don't. You can't name one, can you? Nick, could, Can you name one? Could boys name to man. One boys to man. Uh, oh, Brandy. Brandy. Brandy <laughs> was not. She was not in Boys to Men. No, Brandy was not in Boys yes. to Men. Ray J not in Boys to Men.
1: Yeah, that's all. Sean I
2: Stockman, mm-hmm. Wayna Morris, Nathan Morris, and Michael McCary. Says, and fourth mem- member Michael McCary, who left the group in two thousand three due to health issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all given a star on the Walk of Fame as Boys to Men. The first star of 2012 given to Boys to Men. They sold a lot of records. They did.
1: You know who my favorite Boys to Men is? Who's that? Keenan Ivory Wins. <laughs> he
2: did not get a star.
1: He's not in there?
2: there what? Was, there was this awesome interview where uh, they interviewed like Babyface, who was one of the producers, and uh, mm-hmm. Michael Bivens, Jimmy Jam. And Jimmy Jam's like, I've known them since they were boys. And then he realized he had said boys didn't know where to go. You know he wanted to say, I've known them since they've been boys all the way to men or something, right. but he caught himself and was like, wow, no Thank matter God. how I end this sentence now, I'm dumb. I cannot go there. But yeah, my uh, Babyface, Michael Bivens, Jimmy Jam, they all showed up for uh, Boys to Men, their 20th anniversary. They get the first star. Their mamas were there. Remember they did, uh, it wasn't Dear Mama, that was Tupac, but they did another one, Song from Mama. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: We're all there to see them get the first star of 2012. Very... Very proud of the uh, boys to men, were all of their record execs who they made bajillions of dollars for, and they probably didn't make a dime. Who do they beat out for that? Like,
1: it, I don't know. I know the way that uh, the Walk of Fame, the stars go, is that you have to get a certain amount of signatures. I do believe. Oh, really? I think, and I think you almost have to nominate yourself. And I don't know if it's like a Hall of Fame for like the football voting, where where you're up against a certain like this piece of sidewalk because you're going to be rented out to a Chipotle, or we're going to put your star there. <laughs> I don't think it's like that, but I I think there's some weird rule where it's kind of like an honor, but it's not really an honor because there was a lot of stuff that had to go into it. Like, it's very bureaucratic, right? I think you a had lot, to a be, lot of red tape. I think so. I'm not exactly sure, but I that's the vibe. I I don't have um you know a star myself. I don't have a star. You don't myself. really? No. Breaking news. Not at all, but I do think that uh, there's something to it that it's like you want to congratulate someone because you're you're no, you're forever you'll have homeless guys right. sleeping on your name, um, and hookers like turning tricks <laughs> specifically right on your but star. I, I think more importantly because everyone freaks out about location of where the star is. Like they say, how petty is that? Well, I, I don't know if it's more important like who you're, ne- what other stars you're near. Like, would you want to? That no, more I think it's important?
2: where you are on Hollywood Boulevard. Like, it's one thing to be in front of the man's Chinese theater, it's another yeah. one to be in front of, like, the gross you know, fetish sex shop down that's the street to next I, to some broken-down fucking place.
1: People say, say they want to say, like, oh, my star's next to Frank Sinatra and Harrison yeah. Ford. You'd be like, oh, that's some nice real estate right there. But, you know, as soon as boys to men move in, real estate value goes right in the pooper.
2: <laughs> the boys to men's moved in. Mm-hmm. There goes the neighborhood. Goes no the neighborhood. wants to be there. Oh, boy. They've sold 60000000 out million. I'll tell you who I want to be. You know who shouldn't have gotten a star in this whole equation is the fucking guy whose whole job— was just to come on the track at the end and be like, girl, oh, the you spe- know how the much speaker. I love you. The speaker, yeah. that's ridiculous. That guy should not get anything. He should get nothing. Right. I, yeah. That's going to be the best job in the history. I mean, you know what it basically is? It's like Stapes is on this podcast or Jackie. I just fill two hours and they come on and they're like, Badoop. Yeah. They're Everyone laughs and loves them. Girl. Follows them on Twitter. Girl, <laughs> girl I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm going to say something funny. Girl, I'm going to
1: need, need the next three weeks off. <laughs> girl, smell you later. Girl, my throat is sore. I'm not going to make it in for the podcast. <laughs> Congratulations on XM, girl.
2: I think we have. I think we have some some clips of this. This guy. I mean, he really did. I picture that this guy's life was all these other guys having to execute crazy vocal maneuvers. A lot and of harmonies. He gets to come on. A lot of harmonies. He mm-hmm. gets to come on. Talk for five minutes. Go home. Count his fucking money. That's it. Like, how easy was it be to be that that dude? The you talky think it, dude. It
1: was the same talky guy in every boys to men track. It
2: was. Listen to this. That guy talented. Right. Baby, I'm sorry. Come on. Anyone can do this. No.
0: Please come back home, girl.
1: I feel like this guy pissed a lot of people off, right? Because he was always
2: apologizing. (laughs) It's a lot of, girl, I'm so sorry. Sorry I raped your sister, girl. Listen how tough this is. This is hard to do what this guy's doing. This is sidewalk star quality. He's singing. Meanwhile...
0: What was the other one? You have another one in there?
2: See, to me, I couldn't tell when one song... I-, I know they got... This one's End of the Road. Oh, which yeah. is where their star is, by the way. It's the very last star on the rock one. of him.
0: I'm here for you.
2: This guy again. Fucking kidding me! Someone- this is an occupation! Supposed You're to like, be, we need a talker, a good talker. He's kinda,
1: He's supposed to be smooth and romantic, but it, it comes across very creepy and threatening, right? <laughs> it does now, yeah. Girl, I know when your lights are off and when your lights are on. <laughs> he's and I'm beneath your bed, smelling black your socks. Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, he's just paying close attention. He knows her schedule. Girl, I know when Pilates, <laughs> Campbell toe was popping out through those pants. I took pictures. I'ma tweet them out, girl. Why couldn't? I mean, James Earl Jones should get a star. He
2: could have done this job. I think, I think he has one. <laughs> right. That's Darth Vader, dude. The guy's got to have a star. He could have done this job, though. Oh, He's yeah, star. Of he could have done this job easily. You know who would have been good at this job? Smartest man in the world. Who's smartest man in the world?
1: Smartest man in the world who speaks through the voice box. Who's that, dude? You know. I don't think I've heard the smartest man in the world. You know, uh, in the come world. on. It's absolute What the hell is the guy's name?
2: Stephen Hawking. Steve, oh, the smartest! You you just call him the smartest man in the world. I think he is. He's right? the smartest at astrophysics.
1: I don't know if he's the smartest at everything. Imagine how great it would have been if Stephen Hawking did the uh, did all the voices and the <laughs> boys <laughs> to men songs. Girl, I'm <laughs> in. Would do he it? be as creepy? I know, be less bloody, scre- I know your Pilates schedule. It'd be less it's creepy. Socks. <laughs> By the way, the formula for
2: astrophysics <laughs> For you, you have to give out the formula for astrophysics. I realize I didn't couldn't say
1: the word astrophysics correctly. That's how dumb I am. I was like, yeah, I'm going to come up with a fake formula now, and I can't even say the word, <laughs> word astrophysics. I'm choking on my beer.
2: So congratulations to boys to Men for their star on the Walk of it's Fame. It's a well-deserved star, and I look
1: forward to getting a parking
2: ticket near it sometime soon. Uh, if awkward call screener Drew, who I think is out, here, uh, is out there listening, can get Stapes on the line. He wanted to participate in the next news story. Uh, Beyonce gives birth to baby girl. Mm-hmm couple days ago it's a uh, girl for beyonce and jay-z according to the huffington post after years of pregnancy rumors and months of due date whisperings beyonce has finally given birth to a baby girl according to the guys from boys to men it was a baby girl <laughs> girl i'm sorry i gave you a baby girl that's sorry i ended your singing career burst out of that placenta <laughs> that uh J- multiple sources have confirmed that the couple welcomed their first child on saturday night uh, yeah, as they for, shut down the
1: hospital too, right? Did they really?
2: That's the word I heard. So shut dumb. down,
1: and other people that had kids couldn't see, couldn't go visit their kids because they're like, "Oh, oh this on. floor is now run by Jay Z, and you can't. You need to wait until they they get their kid out." That's so, so, uh, so I guess like people are uh, suing the hospital or something.
2: They should. Is there anything more basic in the world than like you're having a kid? Why should they have? precedent for having a fucking baby. I get it that at the MTV Movie Awards they should get in before you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes so, sense. But having a fucking kid? Is lured. They should get first pick at a fresh <laughs> yeah. food, of course. We're fine with that, too. But, uh, yeah, when having it comes... Having a baby? To... And,
1: uh... I think it's, it, it, I'm sure it has to do with the fact that, you know, whatever, the picture, who knows, they put a price on it, but the picture of their kid is All worth right, yeah. $50 million and someone, but Why, I think, though? I say lucky parent that has the camera phone out at the right time and no, is more concerned them. with, like, that really lets you know, like, what a quality father you're going to be when, like, you know, your brand new kid that you've never held is sitting there, but you're like, hey, chill the fuck out, i got to get a picture of Jay-Z's kid, <laughs> make about
2: $50 million. it's your college and fund. you can say, yeah, you get set him up for life. Uh, As for the name, he claims that uh, new daddy Jay is telling friends it's Blue Ivy Carter. I think that's been confirmed. Yeah. Blue Ivy. Uh, Other people say it's Ivy Blue. I think it's Blue Ivy, though. That's what it... And I love this update. Friend Gwyneth Paltrow tweeted Sunday morning that the baby is named Blue Ivy Carter. Gwyneth Paltrow's palling around with uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce, huh? see that. Interesting. You can see that? Mm. I can't at all.
1: Nothing surprises me anymore in this this topsy-turvy world we call Hollywood. (laughs) Bunch of idiots hanging out with other idiots. Not, yeah. that I, not that I that I think Jay Z's an idiot. Guy's a guy deserves like borderline genius, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame,
2: much more than Boys to Men, in my opinion. I could actually see Gwyneth Paltrow being one of those people who's so, you know, desperate to stay relevant and popular that she's trying to hang out with Jay Z. What mm-hmm. could be cooler than that if you're Gwyneth Paltrow the fucking clear she's like so white she's clear hanging out with Jay Z. <laughs> she's yeah,
1: translucent. She's definitely translucent. I wouldn't say fully transparent.
2: But she is very white. Uh, this is our round-robin joke which means oh. I think we're going to bring on uh, Joe Stapleton from the Bahamas. Nice of you to show up on our first night here on Extreme Talk, XM165. Hey, Joe, did you hear that we're on satellite radio? Wait, Joe? what? I was yeah. trying to
3: call into Red Bar Radio.
2: Right? <laughs> I didn't mention their name on the show, dude. I was, try- I was trying to <laughs> keep people... Fr- I didn't want to send any traffic their way. Hey, thanks for showing up, dude. Wait,
3: what? Who- is this not Red Bar Radio?
2: Yeah, thanks for showing up, dude. You know Jackie Bray called in this sick.
3: This is costing me $1. seventy-five a minute. This oh. be Red Bar Radio.
2: Yeah, shit. Hey, Stapes, what's up, my man? What's up, Kevin? Hey, man,
3: thanks, thanks for being there. If someone has to fuck my wife while oh, I'm gone, I'm glad it's you.
1: Hey, it's always a pleasure, and you're always gone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that Jackie Bray couldn't come in tonight? I guess she got a sore throat from sucking too many dicks that aren't Clint's
3: talking about my for too many dicks because I thought it was for licking too many assholes.
2: Yeah, I was licking too many assholes. That's what it was. Yeah. Jackie Bray couldn't be here tonight. She was licking too many assholes. I'm so fucking mad at all of you. <laughs> I'm just so mad at all of you. It's absurd.
3: Scott, you shouldn't be mad at me. I just walked outside Senior Frog, gate-rate capital of the world, to make this phone call.
2: Well, it's good to have you, buddy. It's good to have you for the uh, news story around Robin Jokoff. Uh, Joe, take it away.
3: Now, every once in a while, lo- wow. I've oh,
2: waited. god damn it. Are now, you once wasted?
3: Comes along a news story that is replete with comedic chestnuts, and when such a story comes along, god damn it. What is this, <laughs> our job? Scott and mine's job?
0: Yep, that's it. That's yep. it <laughs> yeah. Make
3: it completely bare of these chestnuts, and in doing so, we must have our news story round robin joke off. Scott, I need you to go first, and I'll go second, or whatever. Just cue me.
2: Why do you actually have your jokes written?
3: I do. I have them written. I have them written, and I, I can read them off my
2: phone. Oh, all right. Well, that's, that's fantastic. You have to take it away from your face to read. This is what I... fucking unbelievable.
1: He wrote his jokes on the thigh of a tourist, a high school tourist oh, in the Bahamas right now. It's senior Frogs drinking out of a giant neon plastic yard glass. There you go. What Be- am I
3: supposed to do, Print. Print the jokes out off yeah, No one has, beans, no, one has a, no
2: one no one a printer anymore. Uh, Beyonce gives birth to baby girl Blue on her birth certificate. The parents are listed as Beyonce featuring Jay Z. Joe Stapleton. Beyonce
3: gives birth
2: to baby girl Blue Ivy. Before they
1: could even have her shoes bronze, they went platinum. Kevin Klein. <sighs> Jay-Z and uh, Beyonce gave birth to a baby girl named Blue Iris. Jay-Z got pissed off when the paternity test showed that it was Destiny's child.
2: <laughs> Beyonce gives birth to Baby Girl Blue. Jay-Z already signed uh, her to his new record label, The Rock, by Baby. <laughs> Beyonce gives birth to
3: Baby Girl Blue Ivy. She doesn't look identical to Jay-Z, but there's definitely been some sampling. <laughs>
1: Jay-Z got Beyoncé pregnant with his semen. (laughs) What's the setup again?
2: Beyoncé gives birth to baby girl Blue Blue
1: Ivy. Blue Ivy. Uh, Everyone was surprised when they gave birth because Jay-Z's lips were only eight months pregnant. (laughs) This guy's got big lips.
2: That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Big fucking lips. Beyoncé gives birth to baby girl Blue. Blue weighed in at seven pounds exactly because Jay-Z had already sold all the ounces.
1: Good one. That's clever. That's a drug joke. <laughs>
2: that is a drug
1: Beyonce joke. Gives birth
3: to baby girl blue Ivy. Sources say the baby bears a striking resemblance to Kelly Rowland while feeding off Beyonce's pit.
1: <laughs> you guys are good at this. Not at saying the intro so much, but you're good at the jokes. Baby 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 Iris and blue ZZ Had a baby. <laughs> had,
2: had a baby together. Had a baby together. Beyonce
1: gives birth to baby girl blue. So the baby, do women have Y chromosome or uh, X chromosome? I'm going to let people watch the development of the joke happen here. <laughs> I think they have Y chromosome. Y, the baby has a Y <laughs> and a Z chromosome.
3: <laughs> See that? Uh, i got to give everyone credit, though. No one did a 99 problems joke. I think that deserves a round
1: of applause. Oh, we didn't get to my next joke. Uh, do you have another one or no? Joe? Joe. Joe's
2: back in Senior Frogs.
3: I I mean, I did did the record. Joe Spence. I'm
2: in the Bahamas. Yeah, we threw out out the setup to people before the show, which actually worked out great. It was awesome to see everybody's jokes. Gave them some time instead of asking them to do them live on air. So here's some other ones. Get the rim shot ready. This one from Christian Rose. He says, um, this kid has been alive. Yeah, what is it? Blue, Blue Ivy Blue, Jay-Z Blue. (laughs) Beyonce gives birth to baby girl Blue Ivy. This kid has been alive for like a week and is already more famous than the other two chicks from Destiny's Child. (laughs) <laughs> not really a joke. It's really fact. That's true. It is true.
1: When you say the setup <laughs> to the joke, it oh, s- sounds like you're about to go into a Dr. Seuss story. It's so preposterous.
2: <laughs> Jay-Z's daughter, Blue, baby blue, Iris. Here's one from Kieran. Uh, Beyonce gives birth to baby girl blue. Uh, wow, that kid has everything apart from a last name. Uh, I love this one though. Beyonce gives birth to a baby girl, Blue. Thank God she's finally had it. For the last six months, all the families had to live off of is Jay Z's salary.
0: <laughs>
2: Not bad. We'll get to a bunch more through uh, throughout the show. Joe, go enjoy, Senor Frogs. Uh, we'll see you back here next week. All
3: right,
1: buddy.
2: Thanks a lot. Thanks for thanks for keeping the home fires burning. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. The most
1: dedicated Stapes. member of the un believable of the uh, Huff and Stapes team, right there. And apparently, Stapes.
2: yeah, apparently uh, iPhones have delays down in uh, down in the Bahamas. I have a feeling he was on a payphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw his number up there. Oh, it's okay. A shitty iPhone.
1: Uh, see, yeah, that, he really uh, that that four or five dollars he spent a minute on that call was well worth it.
2: Well, well, money told. well spent. I <laughs> uh, will get to more people's. Um, jokes here in a bit if you want to tweet yours if you somehow didn't get to it this afternoon at huffstapes is our uh, twitter i think gary wants to play the game i want to get into the game i don't know i mean we're gonna have to um yeah we got to get into destiny and money shot i think we got to mm-hmm. do it you know what let's take a quick break nick what do you think we're gonna take a quick break 888 4374 is the telephone number you are listening to the huff and Stapes radio show on the toad hub network oh what's that yeah the heidi and frank show look at this I'm going to reset it. Oh, reset it all. Take two. I
1: actually thought of better jokes. We'd go back about five minutes and go back to the joke around Robin. This is
2: the Huff and Stapes radio show on the Toad Hop Network live Tuesday nights. You can also hear us Thursday nights before Nick and Artie on XM Extreme Talk 165. When we come back, it is Death Scene or Money Shot right here on the Huff and Stapes radio show.
1: You're listening to Huff and Steaks.
2: Today's radio show, live on the Toad Hop Network, every Tuesday night, 9 to 11 Pacific Time. Find us on the iTunes Music Store as a podcast, and you can now find us on Extreme Talk, XM165, every Thursday night, leading up to Nick and Artie. Very exciting stuff, indeed. Uh, we're about to play Death Scene or Money Shot with uh, awkward call screener Drew, who has just joined us in studio. Hello, Drew. Yeah, you got to move the microphone a little bit closer. You're very nervous, aren't you? Yeah, there she is. See, I told you it was going to get weird. It's going to get incredibly awkward. She only speaks in whisper yeah. tone. that is strange. <laughs> so I knew that. It's going to be very, now very hard. I weird. understand the name. So the name of the game is Death Scene or Money Shot, and the way that it is played is I will play a sound clip, and uh, our caller, Gary, who I'm going to bring on here momentarily, will play against Drew, and I don't know, Klein, do you want to play or not, or do you just want to moderate with me? I, uh,
1: I unfortunately mm-hmm. used to be an avid.
2: Death Listen, scene or money shot player. Listener
1: of all things, as I like to call it, murder or squirter. And so I am unfortunately not allowed to play.
2: You're not allowed to play. All right. So we will play Death scene or money shot. You have to decide between <laughs> But she can guess squirter.
1: on whether or not I money shot in my pants during the segment. It's a good chance that'll happen.
2: Uh, so, Drew, you'll be guessing between death scenes from movies, mainstream Hollywood films, sometimes not so mainstream, and then definitely not mainstream uh pornographic films. Is it a death scene or is it a money shot? I gotta say, though, prepping this game, Stapes is usually responsible for prepping this game. As I've mentioned, I think a few times on the show tonight, Stapes is not here. He's in the Bahamas. I prepped this game myself last night and it changes you. Like, it it, it changes you.
1: It's hard because you go from being incredibly aroused to incredibly disturbed and that's usually from when you go from watching the murder scene to the porn. That's when you get disturbed, It wasn't, the porn. It wasn't
2: even that. It's like, in order to get... So staves usually preps the game, and he's just a sick bastard, and he just jerks off the whole time while he's prepping this game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doesn't even matter. Murder scene, he switches back and forth, doesn't matter. He just jerks off the whole time. He does, like, tantric jerk-off with himself while he preps Death Center Money Shot. I was prepping it, sitting feet, foot-to-foot on the couch with my wife.
0: <laughs> who, foot-to-foot,
2: so that I could hide the laptop, because I was like, I don't want her to catch me watching the kind of shit I have to watch to get the good money shots for the game. And it's just, it's like... I'm going to just be honest, I'm just going gonna, gonna to put it out there, and Stapes has admitted to this too, at a certain point in the process of prepping Death's Dinner Money Shot, you have to turn to gay porn. Of it's course. the only way to do it, because the girls are always fucking shit up, the girls are always fucking shit up by being too loud, and then you can tell, it's like no one's getting murdered while, you know, the girl's doing like a Harry Met Sally orgasm. That was a good one, I should use Harry Met Sally for Death's Dinner Money Shot. It's neither, really, but it's kind of, it's both, it's from a mainstream movie. But yeah, I had to start watching gay porn. I didn't like it. I'm gonna be. I know everyone's gonna like rag on me and they're gonna send me tweets like, "You know you like it." I really didn't. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. It was really. It was just disturbing. Like it's the whole the, thing was for me as a straight man, it was disturbing. It's not the lovemaking so much as it is
1: the story and dialogue. Yeah, in, I didn't like that in the gay stuff. Yeah. It's just not nearly believable.
2: Down, man. <laughs> hey man, give me that, give me that cop. <laughs> No, it was, it was kind of it's bad because I, I didn't realize that uh, gay guys must have fantasies like turning straight guys. That's like a big thing. Because I ended up on this website called like Broke Straight Guys or something, mm-hmm. where it was like a dude jerking off on a dude's stomach to get one of the money shots. Because it's the only way. Yeah, you're even surprised by this. You, they have to be. You need like quiet money shots that don't give away that they're not debt. That's what I'm telling myself. All I know is this. <laughs> this is now like all day today. Yeah, all I know is I'm now a lifetime member of <laughs> StomachJerk.com, and let me tell you
1: that StomachJerk.com has changed my life. Thank you, Stomach Jerk.
2: Stomach dot com, the best beer. When there are no <laughs> other Mexican beers that you can So I uh yeah, I walked around all day today and I was just I've never been less sexually aroused than I was today. I like walked around just like in a total coma. Like I d I didn't want to I didn't want to touch my wife this morning in bed. I was just like, get me, get me away. Right. It's gross. There's only so many times you can see someone climax yes. on another person or another person's like face or butt. Before you're just like, this is na- there's nothing enjoyable about this. Anyway. It takes it, a- skip it to the end. I get it. Like, if you're watching porn and you get to the end and there's the money shot, there's some sort of, you know, it's like anything. There's a climax. Sometimes maybe there's some falling action. I didn't see a lot of falling action, though. I didn't see anything like the end of Dragon Tattoo, where there's like 20 minutes tacked on the end. Right. But the guy's done. like, <laughs> bust a load, and then they it talk ends, it out. Right. Indiana oh, finally gets let me out of the, the temple, towel. or whatever. <laughs> that's it. They're done.
0: I'm gonna stretch
3: your motherfucking ass. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, my stretch cock stretches <laughs> my underwear. Welcome to the
1: show, Drew. Um, oh. wow. I will guess Death Scene for that one.
2: So, yeah, yeah Was I that not know. the first just, one? No, it was no, not the first not one. Really. I was just, you know, I was just kind of in a daze today from it. There's only so many times you can see that before it's it's just not enjoyable. There's nothing enjoyable about it. It's just nasty. It's just like people getting it out of themselves. You were in
1: good. a post-pornographic jizz phase. Yeah, I was.
2: And that yeah. happens, even to the best of us. Even to the best of us. Let's welcome Gary to the Huff and Stapes radio show. Gary, hello.
3: Hey, what's going on, guys? Big fan of the show.
2: Thanks, Gary. I hope you realize that uh, how much work went into doing this and how disturbed I am. Like I've changed. I'm am a I'm a different person today than I was last night. Prepping I, this I don't show.
3: doubt it. If it makes you feel any better I was actually going to call him tonight And apologize to Stapes But screw him Because he's not there
2: Yeah exactly Fuck Stapes for not being here For one Somebody say it Alright Awkward call screener Drew Versus Gary oh. In Death Scene or Money Shot Drew do you feel that like you're ready now Do you understand fully What's going on
0: I'm very scared
2: You're scared but you're ready Yeah Okay So who should get the first clue Are You, Gary you want to let ladies go first Gary. Ladies go first Ladies go first Kevin you want to help me keep score here
1: In this particular game, we like to say ladies come first.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. I will keep score. Gary, you are going to wait. Drew, you are going to get the first clue. In death scene or money shot, are you ready? Yeah. All right, Nick, are we ready to go? Here it is, death scene or money shot. Apparently, we're not ready. Nick, one more time. Roll up my, yeah, give me a little little action. Cool. (laughs) One more time. One more time? Anytime? Yeah. You got my computer turned on? Good. This is what we were looking for on this first XM show. Hey, you, you <laughs> want me just to make the noises on my end and she you can just, close her eyes? Yeah. This is how I would react
1: if I were being murdered, or this is how I'd react if I was a, like, fire off a money shot.
2: Because. There we go. Oh, here we go. We're All ready. right. I think we got it. Okay. I will right. say nothing. Drew, here's your first clue in death scene or money shot. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. <laughs> She says death scene. Death scene is... Nick? Death scene is... Correct. Gary, are you ready? Yeah. All right, Gary, here we go. (laughs)
0: Fuck. (laughs) Fuck.
2: Death scene or money shot, Gary? Can you eat it again? Just let me know. I'm happy to play them. I've suffered through them already. Nothing can hurt me now.
3: Play it one more time Alright, here we go Fuck
0: <laughs> Fuck It's
1: a guy with like a stuttering orgasm right there
2: <laughs> <laughs> and like, Kevin Klein giving out clues Sex scene He's gonna say, I'm sorry, you're gonna say what? Sex scene He says sex scene, aka money shot And money shot money is shot, yeah. incorrect Oh wait, I'm what? sorry, give him the buzzer
1: <laughs> That was one not more time. from, I thought that was from stomach jerk oh. That is, Fuck. That is Fuck. In, incorrect. If that's not a money shot, then how come I just got so aroused? <laughs> Explain that to me, please. It's one to nothing, Drew. Well, Drew is, spends a lot of time in front of the internet smashing
2: off. Drew drew up one to nothing. Uh, and the action back on Drew. You ready? Yes. Here we go.
1: I know I said I wasn't going to play. I know no. I said I wasn't going to play, but I am confident.
2: You're confident. You know the answer. That right
1: there is Scott and his wife going foot to foot on the couch. <laughs> am I right about that? You nailed it. Nice,
2: Drew. Scott and his wife. <laughs> going death scene or money shot? Money shot. She says money shot. Money shot is <laughs> correct.
1: Really? That's really. That guy was definitely... That was a woman taking all the boys to men after they were celebrating their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Girl, you're going to scream like you never screamed before. And they're going to make fun of you on a podcast, but you're about to take four dicks in you. Man dicks, not boy dicks. Take that pleasure, girl.
0: Let's
1: harmonize our load on that face. Come on, Sean. Step up. It's your turn. Come on, Keenan Ivory. Keenan Ivory
2: wins. Step up. All right. Death Senior Money Shot is the game. It is... uh Drew, are you two for two? Yes. You're just playing game theory. I feel like Drew's like the fucking... The banker from Dealer No Deal With This. She's like, well, that girl was streaming a lot. That had to be a That sounds like a murder. Yeah, I mean. How do you not guess murder? Straight up with that one. Drew is either one of two things right now.
1: A serial killer or <laughs> addicted to sex. I can't figure out which one it is. But clearly there is something going on with Drew. What don't okay. we know
2: about Drew? Here we go. Gary, are you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Death scene or money shot, Gary?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna shoot for the fences and
2: go with money shot. On this He's gonna part. go with money shot, Gary. Money shot is correct. Yeah, yeah. Where does he find them? <laughs> Where does he find them? A lot. Of, you put a lot of time into this. It is two to one, Drew. Yes, <sighs> two yes. to one, Drew. in death scene or money shot? And the action is back on you, Drew. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, death Senior money shot. Here we go. Uh, it. Uh,
0: uh, 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 uh,
2: uh.
0: Scott, I hate you.
2: Why? Why <laughs> you hate me? By the way, so duh, awkward call screener Drew is actually the call screener at our office. I'm pretty sure since we're outside of the office and the sexual harassment thing isn't posted on the wall, right. I can't get in trouble for this. But it's not a guarantee that I'm going to have a job tomorrow morning. True. Death senior money shot? Do you need it again? <laughs>
0: no, please don't play. It. No. Um, yes, money, money shot. Money
1: shot is correct. It's Actually, a woman being murdered by a dildo. <laughs> so it's kind of confusing that but one. All of
2: these sound right. like a woman being murdered by a dildo. Yeah,
1: that's uh, that's a trick question right there. She's being killed with pleasure.
2: Okay, we got a. Uh, it's three to one. Drew Gary, it's back on you. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, buddy. Here we go. That's all we just did, right? <laughs> okay, one more.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what do you think, Gary? Death scene that or money shot? It's gotta be a death scene. He says death scene. Death scene is. As- Actually, incorrect, oh. I'm sorry. No. That's that the is a Heidi and
1: Frank podcast right there. <laughs> that was from today's episode of Heidi and Frank. <laughs> they got into a heated debate, and that was the sounds of Heidi. <laughs>
0: you
1: would Dash think, that would, you'd think that would be Frank, but that was that actually was, Heidi. <laughs> <right> That's <there. laughs>
2: weird. Amazing. So weird. All right, what is the score right now? We got. Uh, I, I know my
1: job was to keep score. Right? Yeah, you I, are the shittiest. I, I'll tell you right now. I have right now Drew at a uh, perfect three for three. Mm-hmm. And the guy yeah. on the phone has Gare. won, Gary. Has yeah. One. He is very not successful at this. No,
2: he sucks. I suck really not. Okay, back on you, Drew. You ready? Yes. Here we go. ah, uh, ah, uh,
3: ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> you like this. Drew's sl- about to pass out. It's weird when it sounds like someone you know. But I swear to God, that's the guy. My, that's my dry cleaner. I think it is. He sounds just like that.
2: Sounds like a dry cleaner. Listen to those noises <laughs> in the background. You like
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: was that slurp right there? Was that you drinking water, or was that in the clip? Just oh, okay. I was going to say because that made it very obvious confusing
0: um death scene why do she you say that death. she's just yeah, answering well, you're not yeah, actually well, yeah, saying why you think it?
1: that okay. is it are you flipping I don't a to coin explain my
0: answer no, you don't have to
1: explain <laughs> it I mean it's not, not gonna not gonna throw you out there's no rules to this game logic in this game. but what is your reasoning for that death scene there
2: as Well, opposed- I
0: think it's too short if you play it longer I think someone died
2: weird I don't I don't no? agree with any of your reasoning but it's fine because you are Correct. Drew just straight dominating. Gary, are you ready?
0: Yeah.
2: All right. Death scene or money shot? Gary, here we go.
1: Gary. Wow. Actually, a clip from Money Shot or asthma attack?
2: we are not playing till next week. Uh, I I gotta just play the odds, play death scene. He says death scene, death scene is play the odds. <laughs> You're playing all the it's wrong odds, yeah. buddy. Yeah. And the odds I don't are the think same. <laughs> Baby I actually remember that one. That was a guy who like had advertised himself on one of those porn sites for like being a loud orgasmer. And right. He was like, jerking off on his own stomach. It was not. See, this is what I'm saying. It's just it changes you. He did that to himself. and it Made all those you. noises. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I come loud. That Check me out. Awful neighbor. He didn't get a lot of stars though. I noticed. He got, like one star on yeah. RedTube. Did something. you at he least was, like, rate what... them after you watched them or no? <laughs> did you... I thought it was like a three. I thought it was a three star stomach jerk. Good all work, right. buddy. <gasps> three star. <sighs> Yeah, he was solo. That was all by himself. I think Drew is the winner. I don't think there's any way... Can we give a, do we have a round of applause over there? Yeah, what there you go. I That's good. That I sounds win. like every round of applause
1: I've ever heard. You get a copy of the movie starring the last guy. Jerk you get a copy of this st- movie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I bet you'd guess differently if we played them all again. Drew, the awkward call screener, thank you so much for joining us for Destiny and Money Show. We appreciate it. There we go. Yay, yeah, Drew. Thank you.
1: She's like sweating like she just finished Money Shot. Oh.
0: Her
2: out. Is that, that, all right, Drew. What? She doesn't seem happy. I wonder no. if I could do get fired from my job for that. Is that sexual harassment to ask her to come here, uh, to not pay her, and then play orgasm sounds for her? Is that a sort of sexual, sexual harassment?
1: harassment? It's definitely some sort of harassment. Yeah, it's
2: not. I'd <laughs> get fired for that,
1: right? I, I think you'll be okay. I hope so. Oh, Drew, Drew is uh, your, your, your bring
2: from the outside? Yeah. Oh, okay. She answers – this is how crazy this is, right? So Drew is the call screener at the place that I work for my day job, and then she also comes here and hangs out on Tuesdays and screens calls for this. Thank you for the call, Gary, by the way. We appreciate it. Thanks for calling and playing. And by by place Scott works during the day,
1: it's his fancy way of saying Ruby Tuesdays. (laughs) Yeah. So she's one of the – she's a hostess at
2: Ruby Tuesday. <laughs> and thank you. So thank you, Drew. Drew, the winner of Death Senior Money Shot. Fantastic. Some of those are just – I mean, it really does. It, you know, this is something I noticed, though. It was crazy, right? So apparently the uh, porn star who's most known for his money shots mm-hmm. is uh, Peter North. Right. So, and, but, but I only found this out because I was like, all right, I've got to find a way to cut down on this process. I can't just be going through like pages and pages of porn, s- trying to skip and wait for it the buffer for the money shot. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. And it's taking me forever. So I just searched Cumshot in Google. First thing that comes up is Peter North. Now, that has to be his website, his official website, that has to be really valuable for people searching Cumshot. The number of people who search that, yeah. so if you have the number one search result for Cumshot, that's got to be like, as good as like stock tips. Even and you're, you're just, the first person to come up. You're looking for recipes. Yeah, I got
1: your pull right here.
2: You're looking for recipes involving the spice cumin. And before you can even
1: finish typing cumin, you get cum shots. You get cum shots. <laughs> which is Peter really, very hard to cook
2: with that ingredient. That is the grossest of all spices. I don't like seeing that on a menu. Yeah. What's in that? Oh, cumin? Yeah. Uh, no
1: Peter guess. North is somehow involved. Yeah. Yeah, I know you don't want that. Well, look, you did a valuable service. I don't know how many hours you spent uh, pulling those, but uh,
2: fantastic. It wasn't good. When you get into the when you devolve into that, because I really, you know, I mean, honestly, it's fine. I understand gay guys like gay porn. That's fine for them. Yeah. But, like, I wasn't, I just, and you know what else that really bothered me about it was really upsetting was that I think I have the body type of all of the, like, submissive bottoms in uh, gay porn. Yeah, That's like my frame. It's like every right. guy that was just getting fucked mercilessly yeah. is shaped like me. Yeah, you're I'm the shape of a, that
1: guy. An otter, I believe, is what they would call you in the community. What's, a, what's that? What's an otter? I think you're, you'd be considered an otter or a um, fret boy, maybe. <laughs> what? I was getting my haircut one time by this guy, and he starts going into all the everything and who's who and what to what, and it's, it's like I thought we were talking about the San Diego Zoo. The conversation <laughs> began. I was saying I was going to San Diego, and I thought. We're th- and next thing I know, he's talking about bears and otters and frat boys, and I'm thinking we're talking about like the exhibits at the zoo, and then I realize he's talking about all the different guys he likes to fuck. And at this point, we're so deep in the conversation and the last time the time before when I went to get my hair cut we're talking about ambient sex and I think we're talking about straight sex on ambient because I take a phone call in the middle and when I come out of the phone call he's got three other barbers and some other guys and they're all talking about gay ambient sex and I well it's the difference between gay
2: ambient sex and well it's with another dude right. so well, when <laughs> they, they say to me
1: when I get back into the conversation they're like oh and isn't the worst when he gets soft and I'm like are we talking about ourselves in the third person here, or what do you mean, he? <laughs> and they're like the guy you're with. I'm like, wait, what? What the fuck just changed in this conversation? And I look where I am, and I'm like, that's all. Of course, they're all talking about gay dude. So, the following week, or, or whenever I went to get my haircut, a month later, and then this thing starts. I go, you got to be kidding me now. I just walked down this path again, and now I'm like taking a whole tour of the San Diego Zoo through gay eyes. And it turns out every gay guy has an animal type, and I would say you're probably an otter. I think I,
2: I don't know. There what is an more- What does that mean? Like hairless and. Sleek. What is, it? is I, What is uh, an otter? Uh, is that what I means? If
1: you leave your cage, you're going to get the shit <laughs> fucked out of you by a giraffe. <laughs> I don't know what it means. I mean, don't. Uh,
2: it's, Whatever I, it was, it was like every dude. Where they were like, yeah. "Yeah, you're gonna get fucked." It was like they looked like my body type. I, looked, I And by the way, Nick the Engineer, I know you're looking kind of like yours too. It's for frustrating the because Kevin Klein, not as much. No, not no. quite as like bean polish. Yeah, yeah I think it's frustrating. Like you're getting fucked in gay porn too. That you,
1: you're basically saying to yourself, "If only I had gone into gay porn instead of podcasting, I would be very successful right now. Painful but successful. Yeah. <laughs> I would not be able to walk. I'd do a lot down. of sitting like this. Yeah, right. But I would be such a success." Like that's maybe which yeah some people are like oh man that guy was just put like like uh, put on earth to Tiger Woods yeah. put on the earth to hit a golf ball yeah. Ted you, Williams put on earth to hit a baseball you may have been put on the earth to be a gay porn star maybe and look at you wasting wasting your talents <laughs> wasting
2: away right now fighting an uphill battle here yeah. swimming upstream you're podcasting you could have been pole casting <laughs> you should be letting someone else swim upstream but I'm and you here trying to make this happen on
3: me waiting for you in the parking lot.
2: All right, hour number one is over. We're uh, giving way to Nick and Artie here on Extreme Talk XM 165. Make sure to follow at ExtremeXM165 on Twitter. Uh, for the second hour of Huff and Staves, head over to the Toad Hop Network. That's www.toadhopnetwork.com or subscribe on iTunes as a podcast. We'll be here every week on Thursday nights from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern. One of my radio heroes taking over now. And Artie Lang and Nick DiPaolo, guys. Stick around for them and find us on the ToadHop Network. ToadHopNetwork.com. Back right after this with more Huffin' and Steaks.
1: You're listening to Huff and Steaks.
2: Stapes, uh, I didn't get a chance to at the very beginning of the show. There's been a lot of questions from people about what's going on with the show now that we're on Extreme Talk XM 165. It's like mind-boggling. I tweeted out the other day, What was going on with the show, where you can find it, all the different avenues. It's still free, et cetera, et cetera. And people still don't take the time to read any of the millions of fucking avenues that they can to find out this information. So I'm going to lay it out right now on this show. And if you're a true listener of the show, you will hear this part and you will understand what is going on. Grab a pencil, write this down. Number two
1: pencil. It's the only one we accept. And then you'll never have to bother Scott again.
2: The deal is this the show is still free on iTunes and on toadhopnetwork.com. As always, you can find it under Toad Hop Network on iTunes. You can find it on www.toadhopnetwork.com. The
1: day that Scott starts making money on this show, the show will no longer exist. That's right. The goal so is you to know. break my spirit, break, break zero even or lose money, right? That's it. If there's ever profit,
2: Seems like that's what, that's what people are looking for. They're like, wait a second, I have to pay for this now? No one wants you to make a dollar on this thing. (laughs) Shit, I've only given you 18,000 hours of content. Uh, But anyway, I'm not complaining. Listen, I'm not trying to be, like, patronizing. I'm just saying this. I appreciate everyone, especially because, you know, we tweeted out the other day to go to Extreme Talk, XM165, at ExtremeXM165 on Twitter, follow them, and and blow them up. And people did. All I'm saying is this. Yes, the show is still free. It's still on ToadHop. We're moving to the John Lovitz Theater inside of a week or two. We'll be there. You will always be able to get the show for free here as long as... For the foreseeable future, it is free on ToadHopNetwork.com and iTunes as a podcast. You will be able to get the show there. That's it. That's how you get the show. Okay. If you want the full show, you can go there. If you want to hear an hour rebroadcast, a best of basically show for one hour a week, you can tune in and show your support at Extreme XM 165. It's Extreme Talk XM 165 on Thursday nights, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time, you can hear a replay of the show, the best hour that we can pull together. That's how it is. So no, you don't have to pay for the show now. The show is still free, and the best way to get it is still on the internet. That's what it is. Don't line.
1: be confused with the other channel on 155, Monday
2: talk. Don't be confused. Because that is incredibly boring program. <laughs> be advised, go to Extreme Talk, extreme XM165. Talk. Very extreme. I had at least one extreme segment. We'll probably get us kicked off the station. <laughs> Well, you didn't say the N-word yet. We did not say the N-word. So, but there's an hour left to show. We can, no, we got like 33. We have 33 to 35 minutes okay. left. I can avoid saying the N-word for that amount of time. Uh, no promises think, on my end. Uh, but yeah, if you do appreciate the show, I didn't want to do all the like heavy-handed pandering while we were actually on You mm-hmm. know that hour that I want to use for... XM165, because then it just seems cheesy and they'll hear it and know that we're just plugging it. But I would appreciate if the fans of the show, if you like it and you want to keep you know, keep us on there and, and potentially um, build out the show a little bit longer, tweet at Extreme xm 165 I've been told by their program director that the Twitter presence is very important to them. We increased their Twitter presence by like 400 people already, just through our fans. So keep blowing Ooh. it up and tell them after you hear the show on Thursday. Wait till like Thursday just afterward and just blow their fucking Twitter up if you can. Blow it up and make them, you know just completely forget that they ever had another show on there, especially if they decide to pick a fight with us.
1: Joe will be so appreciative that he may even not show up next week. (laughs) That's right. And maybe Jackie will be back as well.
2: So the Twitter account, at ExtremeXM165, at ExtremeXM165 on Twitter, and don't forget, of course, the guys who give us a home, the guys who make sure that we can be here every week, at Toad Hop Network, very, very important.
1: See, if there weren't cameras here, you could just pretend that Jackie was here, because she doesn't say much anyway, Yeah. especially like now that the news is over, so might as well just turn the camera off and just say, hey, Jackie, you're looking good over there, you know, and just be like, that way people won't be wise to it, but they got this camera, it's kind of blowing your cover.
2: I just can't believe she didn't show up tonight, it's like unbelievable, day of, <sighs> yeah. day of, I would think I would get a little bit more respect than that, but I guess not. You should have told her that today was free gas day.
1: You missed the one day. <laughs> no, she did. She was going to get three bucks in gas from you. That's right. Three dollar gas card. Actually, it was only two seventy. I spent some of the money.
2: Should I read some of these other um, some of these other jokes? No. Why not? Okay. Give yes. people some. So many people submitted jokes. It's insane. I was surprised that two people made the same terrible joke. I won't read it, but two people made. Well, I mean, I couldn't I even believe it that year, two, two people. I got it here to say the terrible joke. Fine. Two people made the same joke. I, the first person who submitted, I was like, "Wow, that's a not a good joke." And then, and then someone else did. And I went, "Holy shit! Wow, two people thought of this terrible joke." It was like um, Beyonce gives birth to baby girl Blue Ivy. Her middle name is Baba Dee Baba Da Baba Dee Baba. Remember that song, Blue? But oh, it does. There's man. like no, oh. there's no frame of reference <laughs> for that joke. Yeah. How do you know they were
1: both uh, uh, talking about the same? How did they did they both spell Blue Baba Dee Baba Da the same they way? They actually
2: spelt it almost exactly the same. Oh, it was almost fantastic. Sorry,
1: guys. Um, let's see. That's the they, when they think of the color when they think of blue. That's the best reference they
2: can come up with. Yeah, I don't know. I guess so. Dance song from two thousand one. Uh, wow, look at this. this one's pretty good. From ninety nine problems pr at ninety nine problems pr, which with a name like that, you figure. And oh, look, he has the icon of Jay Z. Uh, he says uh, Beyonce gives birth to baby girl Blue Ivy. R Kelly ain't the only one who is having underage girls pee on him. Not bad. This one, that's not bad. Not bad. <laughs> He gets a laugh track. He doesn't even get the... It's a laugh track. It's pretty good. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Um, yeah, this is pretty good. Beyonce gives birth to Baby Girl Blue Ivy. What was originally thought to be twins turned out to be just a single baby, just a single baby. Yeah,
0: all right.
1: Okay. You try to bring them to life. I'll give you credit. You make them better than they are. Why?
2: By singing them? By attempting to sing them. Attempting. Thank you. Uh, let's see. who else we got? Uh, wow, this one's horrible. I don't even know if I can say this one out loud. At Wesley Horton MSU says uh, the baby's name is Blue, named for Jay-Z's lips, and the school she'll never get into. Oh, Blue Ivy. <laughs> Ivy, Ivy, Ivy League. Get it. Blue Ivy. Ooh, yeah. That is racist. That's not really that funny. That is racist. So, whatever. Well, they can't, all, racist. can't well, all be good. No More they can't all, they can't all be gold. mediocre. but thanks you can email yours us at huffinstapes.com as well. Uh, I wanted to tell people last week, and I didn't get around to it um, about what happened to us. We were the last time I saw basically the last time I saw you yeah, we were we potentially going to have to be brothers in arms, not just in radio and in podcasting and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. general interest, but as a matter of fact, in literally taking up arms together, potentially in a fist fight. Yeah. Although I gotta say, well, the more I thought about it, the more I kind of have to blame you for that whole situation. What? Yeah, I do have to blame you. I think I didn't help the situation, but I blame you. So Kevin and I were both vacationing in beautiful Boca Raton over the uh, Christmas vacation because it's Kevin lovely. has Kevin's in-laws live down there, mm-hmm, and my mm-hmm. mother lives down there, and uh, we went out to play around of golf with my cousin, my younger cousin Sam. Yeah. And we make it. You know, it's the day after Christmas, right? It was Shady the day fuck after Christmas. that guy is who? Your Sam? Cousin. Yeah. Oh. A
1: little shady. Everything that guy's got going on is some sort of a scam. I Ooh. left. I went into golf. I left there and like involved in four pyramid schemes. I'm selling shampoo right now. I'm trying to get people to sign up for psychic networks.
2: Yeah, he was trying to sign you up for his uh, his vitamin sales thing <laughs> that he's got going on. Plus, he's he was trying lot. to cheat us on every hole. He shaves at least one stroke. Guy's incredibly. Uh, he's amazing. Very shady. He's amazing. So it's the day after Christmas, notorious for being busy in South Florida. It's what they right. call so. This is amazing. They have this thing called C They call it season down there. Right. You know, people will say it like without a hint of irony. They go, it's season. You know, it's, there's a lot of traffic because it's season. Mm-hmm. Like, like people talk about hunting season in Kentucky and Alabama. They talk about season, which is just when all the old people come back from cold climates and hang out in Boca. That's it. It's old people season. Right. Straight up. And they say it. No one's even kidding. You can't go to Bagel City South for the $2 breakfast right now. It's season. Season. Yeah. People like, they, they come
1: back only so they can lock themselves in their house and not deal with the <laughs> trouble of season. Of season. And then the second season ends, they leave. So I don't really understand the point of living there
2: anyway. Neither do I. Because it's the nicest but season, by the way, is the, the only reasonable time to be there. Right. otherwise, it's 150 yeah. degrees with 150% right. humidity. The reason it's called season
1: is because people like it, because it's 10 degrees in the rest of the country, and it's like 80 degrees and beautiful in Florida. Right. And then these people that are terrified of season lock themselves in their garage and close all the windows and say, keep out. Yeah, you might you might as well
2: live in New York at that point. Uh, doesn't the, matter. what difference does it make? So anyway, it's season. You know it's going to be busy. You got to say it like that, too. "It's season." Got to slightly season. See, it's season down there. So we decided we're going to go out and play around a round of golf the day after Christmas seems like a reasonable time, mm-hmm. but we know we're in for a long round. So we make it 17 holes in the round, and I thought we were playing at a pretty good pace when you say we're playing at a pretty, a pretty fair pace. It was slow, but the people, we were keeping up with the people in front of us. We had we, three we, women in front of us. Right, not to we, be an asshole, but women are not created equal right. on the golf course unless you're Annika Sorenstam or Michelle Wee. Right, When these women were not that. And that was not that. We, uh,
1: we were waiting pretty much every in between every right. shot, waiting for them to hit. Waiting for them to squat down and look at their ball, waiting for them to put the ball back down, <laughs> put it down it and pee, whatever. Three inches,
2: pick it up again. It was a lot of waiting going on. A lot of waiting going on. We get to the 17th hole, and I didn't, I got to admit, I wasn't playing great. I put up like a 60 on the front nine. I was playing pretty horribly, but not that slowly. So we get up on the 17th tee, and I hit the ball about what would you say? To be generous, 50 yards in front of me? It probably went oh, closer to 100. I mean, it wasn't okay. a great drive, but you did get it past the ladies' tees. Got it past the ladies' tees. was not playing dick-out golf. I got it to the edge of the fairway about 50 yards in front of me. So the hole's only probably like 300 total. Yeah. So when I step up to my ball at a 75 yards out, let's say, I've only got... 225 left to go. Right. Reachable so I, if you hit a good shot. Right. I grab a 3 wood and I stand there and I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting for the girls to get off the the green. And they're squatting and they're, yeah. and they're sniffing <laughs> and their
1: cycles cycles are matching up and everything like that. That's how long it took them to actually put the ball that their cycles <laughs> their would actually cycles match actually up on the point. green. Yes.
2: So, I I'm waiting and the dudes who had been playing behind us the whole day pull up onto the onto the tee. Right, And it takes them almost no time at all. They see me standing there only 75 yards. And they go, you hit the ball fucking 20 yards. What the fuck are you waiting for? Well, you missed part of it, though. What was you that? missed why they yelled at you. Oh, that's true. Which is the reason that I blame you. Oh, thank you yes. for reminding me. I was about yeah. to somehow let you off the hook. Yeah, that's I right. Yeah. I wanted to uh, make very sure Im- that this I this is take very all the blame coming at me. So, Kevin's uh, Kevin's golf cart is in my line. He's got his shadows. It's a big thing. You can't have shadows in the golf course. God fucking forbid. There's trees everywhere, casting shadows everywhere. But right. Someone's fucking golf cart is in your shadow line. You're like, oh, back up. Shadows in my line. So Kevin had the cart in my shadow line. I'm like, hey, Kevin, would you mind backing it up? Would you mind backing the cart up? But I said, would you mind backing it up? And you didn't say cart. You said, You're hey, in Kevin, the cart. Hey, Kevin, can you back it can up? Can you back it up for me is what you said. Can and you un- back it up And, right? and an unbelievably, you get, not only did you do this, you got out of the cart to do it. Right. Kevin steps out of the cart and starts, t- what were you doing? I don't I even was, know what the move was. I was you were, backing it up. Right. What, what
1: they call it on the dance floor. When you shake your ass backwards, girl, I'm going to back it up. I'm going to back it right up into you. That's what I, so if someone says, like, girl, back that thing up. I think you actually said, "Can you back that thing up?" I think that's because because I was. Saying oh, that's that,
2: the reason you got it. If well, I just said, "Can you back up the cart, You well, wouldn't have made the joke. I
1: wasn't looking to do dance comedy on the golf course. We were drinking uh, <laughs> quite profusely, and yeah, we and had three beers strokes, each and, and, a,
2: and a cigar before breakfast. We had been out
1: there for a while; I hadn't had anything to eat. So when you said, "Hey, back that thing up," I was it, it something triggered in my mind. I was like, "Ah, eh, what the fuck? I'm back my thing up." So I get out and I just kind of slowly, not into you, but I just. I was trying to, to be honest, I was trying to add levity because you were getting, you just hit a bad drive. You were, (laughs) you give me,
2: you know, this is such bullshit. You You paint me as as a maniac, (laughs) whatever, whenever whenever possible, you paint me as a maniac, like I'm
1: unhinged. The only other time I got into a, uh, I got into fisticuffs on the golf course was when I was uh, playing randomly with Brian McKnight and he had a a friend that had We <laughs> were playing with Brian McKnight. Brian McKnight uh, that's almost be, not down to be on confused bed isn't with Nate? boys to men. Right. But uh it was the only other time it happened when he had a, a little friend with him and I got paired up with them and a of McKnight. What you say mine. little like a, a little person? Not legally. probably 4 or five, four, seven. I mean he was little but he was like a, like a little black guy and he was a he had a real Napoleon complex and any time he was just looking to fight. So finally at about the same time 17 holes in a guy's drive kind of rolls slowly past his feet and that and he just next thing I know, he's yelling and I'm like, I gotta grab clubs and I gotta fight with Brian McKnight now and, Damn and, like, and oh God, that was gone. and then that that got defi- the, yeah, uh, luckily that didn't escalate into anything because I think Brian's buddy was saying he had a gun in his golf bag. It's his whole thing <laughs> And I was like, Oh jeez, the last thing I needed to, like get, a, get brought up on like attempted murder charges with Brian McKnight and like and I go to the urban prison, so is the it urban prison—that's two the different prison. types of prison, right? And uh, so when you—you you don't start, go to a white collar if you shoot a guy with Brian McKnight on the golf course. When you start getting all worked up, I go, "Oh Jesus, here we go again." Because like, like I'm your—I'm going to fight for you, but I'm, like, at the same point, I'm like, "Ah, oh, really is that why you
2: got mad and dropped your clubs?" And went, you're just like Brian McKnight, and then, I then actually, walked off all said. indignant. I
1: actually—I actually, I actually exactly sang like Brian, it. I sang it to you in slow jam. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, so so I start backing
1: my thing up. Comically, and then the guys and you couldn't have hit anyway because the girls are still up there on the on the green cycling. Yeah, I mean I can hit a fucking three wood two fifty. And uh, so the guy the yells thing. at you, yells at us. I guess probably yelled at me more than anything. Hey, you know, hey, what the fuck, guys? uh you hit it 50
2: yards, yeah, you you're
1: never going to be able to fucking reach him. What are you waiting for? I think also he thought my dance was maybe a celebratory dance. He didn't realize I was doing a hilarious play on words. He didn't realize I was being hilarious.
2: Right, we should have driven back and let him know. Yeah. Like, oh, no, you don't understand. So I had said, said back it up. Right, he said, can you back it up for And he was interpretive
1: dancing it. Right, I, so I backed it up for him, as they would do on the uh, streets of Harlem, you see. <laughs> These guys didn't find that funny. They <laughs> nope. thought we were celebrating a bad drive. So they yell at you, uh, hey, and then, of course... Now, I don't because they were kind of over the top, you then, I saw a whole new side of you, which I was not expecting in your otter demeanor.
2: <laughs> you were expecting me to just get ass raged by them? Hey, guys, do me a favor. Just fuck me up the ass and let's end this argument I, right now. I,
1: I thought there would be, you know, it's funny because for a fight to actually happen to get physical, there's got to be like the escalation of war. It's got to be like a fuck you. Oh, yeah, we'll go fuck you. And then it's got to, because that's usually where it'll end. It's kind of the back and forth fuck yous. Yeah. But this one went about four or five rounds of,
2: of FUs. Well, yeah. Well, I responded with because it was the day after Christmas. I thought it would be witty. Right. Slash, I was seeing red at that point. I said, "Hey, Merry fucking Christmas, assholes!" Yeah, that was a good one. Merry was, fucking Christmas. Merry assholes. fucking Christmas, assholes was my response. And then he. And then they said you, again. I can't, pl- can't believe you plagiarized the Nat King Cole classic <laughs> that way. That's my
1: Merry fucking Christmas assholes.
2: Assholes! I love when Natalie comes on that track. She's great yeah. on that one.
1: She does the asshole part.
2: Yeah. So I yelled at them, and they said something. But I forget what they said back, but at some point he said something to the effect of "You're messing with the wrong guy." Yeah. And then I responded with something very threatening, I thought, by saying, "Hey, we both have fucking golf clubs, asshole." That was good. I always start with fucking and an asshole. You know, yeah. I, I just yeah. squeeze, I sandwich in words yeah. in between. As long fucking as you start with asshole. the fucking and the end with the asshole, anything in the middle, you can say, "Hey, fucking, we're gonna bake muffins later, <laughs> asshole," and you guys still that's so really intimidating. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You like how I even discredit myself and my toughness by immediately turning to, I also have a weapon? I shouldn't have been like, no, you're messing with the wrong guy. I'm right. fucking crazy and I'm tough. I was like, hey, I've got fucking golf clubs here. Well, I can smash you. Well, as a guy who
1: these. at this point was witnessing both maniacs yell at each other, I would say uh, anyone who's going to, <laughs> children <laughs> around working on their putting, anyone who's yelling fucking assholes, across, <laughs> you're both the wrong guy in this particular case. I mean, technically, neither one of you is the right guy. You know, so He's yelling... And now we have numbers because it's you, me, and your shady cousin. Right. And there's two of them, and we couldn't gauge uh, the age. Like, I couldn't figure out the guys. They looked fit. They weren't like your typical old Floridians. But one rock. of them was a little fat, though, right? Fat, but fat is. is scary. Can be, can in, be fi- bad. Yeah, yeah. For fighting weight, is a, I mean, a guy looked like he had. So I'm. Yeah, if it's butterbean in that golf cart, we're in a lot of trouble. If Right. If they come down, how is this going to go? Where's your your cousin? So I'm kind of witnessing this happen and at
2: caused dur- it during the commotion it, yeah.
1: right caused it and i stopped dancing at some point
2: But <laughs> so, I'm like merry fucking christmas asshole I and you do it, your
1: interpretive dance I for switch, Merry fucking christmas asshole. The cabbage patch keep it fresh <laughs> and then you uh so then finally the women finish up uh, up ahead and so the opportunity is you know does the fight continue do we and i think you got the last I want to say you got the
2: last jab. Well, yeah, you know, the last word jab, or you're saying the way I finished I think you got the last
1: word jab, but then you also got the last jab. See, this
2: is what's so sad about this story, right? I debated and contemplated, ah, do I want to talk about it on the air? Do I want to tell the story? Because every time I tried to tell it to someone off the air, I was like, wow, I'm so fucking sad. Like, the way I won this argument was with a good golf shot. Yeah. Which is so fucking lame. Like, if I buried a pitching wedge in the side of this guy's head... Or I just, like, scared uh, scared the shit out of them or right. went up nose-to-nose with them and, mm. and made them back down. You're messing with the wrong guy. And then it, like, ended. That's kind of a cool ending. The ending was I hit a good golf shot, and that's that, – well, <laughs> I that, feel like such a fucking easy well, asshole. That that, yes, is,
1: no one is going to appreciate that. However, it, when you got that sort of pre- – now you've just gotten into a screaming match. Your all, your adrenaline's pumping. Right. These guys are standing there, and everyone's waiting. In a way, the entire world is rooting for you to shank another shot. So they were waiting to probably say something like, yeah, nice fucking another shot, dick. And you uh, you, you blasted off with your whatever, your three-wood, and you knocked it you know, just to the left of the green. But kind of in a lot of ways proving to them I was right by not hitting into those women because I would have taken down. Now, maybe they were hoping you did hit into, into those women. I, on the other hand, had a different approach for the fight. I was holding on to one of those novelty exploding golf balls which I I was looking to in my mind I was thinking if I because I never actually used it before but I was thinking if I tossed it at him it would be like grenade style action <laughs> you were gonna use it like one of those ninja yeah, like, I was gonna smoke s- bombs? I was gonna launch it at him and be like take this boys and blow him out to be like limbs all over uh, and then eventually you know they don't really do anything it's just like they let out a little powder like like it's like if you farted after <laughs> like putting baby powder on your balls like nothing happens you know it's just so I, it's a good thing that that
2: thing didn't escalate because my big weapon was going to be my, was explo- your move.
1: my exploding golf ball. that didn't quite explode.
2: I'm glad to know that you're not only causing fights but have no fucking backup plan whatsoever. None. Well, no have... fucking backup plan whatsoever, asshole. Uh, it's funny because uh, your cousin, who remained very quiet during
1: the whole altercation, he... Afterwards, wouldn't shut. He's like, I'm gonna put this guy in a submission hold. I'm gonna hold this guy. Uh, he had all these plans, like after the fact, um, yeah. Like all these things. He's, he's, like, uh, he's like, he's oh, like, yo, I got this great hold where I can make the guy stop breathing for three minutes. But just before he dies, <laughs> I let go. And the best part is, it doesn't leave any fingerprint. Like they put all this thought in. And I was like thinking to myself, like, hey, what, really, he's got this like in his back pocket? This choke That's
3: hold.
1: Yeah, this is the one right here. <laughs> I'm going to jerk off on this guy's stomach when he least expects it. And then I'll say, am I murdering you or am I money shotting you right now? You tell me, pal. That would be the most humiliating thing you could do to the guy. Go over to him, (laughs) pull him down. I hold him and your cousin holds him. You just jerk off on his stomach. And he will never yell at another golfer for for the rest of his life.
2: Take all the time you need, boys. (laughs) You back it up all day. I'm not letting anyone jerk off on my stomach again. Now, once we got to the 18th tee, though, Sam did try to get them like back into it. And at that point, I was done with it. He was like, hey, get over here to them. I'm like, no, don't get over here. It's yeah. over with. I had a good shot. I don't want to do this. Right. Then he wanted to wait in the parking lot. It was like a whole fucking thing. Like, let's walk a little slower. And you That's can stupid. count
3: on me waiting <laughs> for you in the parking lot.
1: Yeah,
2: he yeah, was going up to everyone in the
1: parking lot that he's like, I know what the guy looked like. He yeah. had on a golf shirt, <laughs> and he had a hat or maybe no hat. And I'm like... I so see, pretty much just described every single person here. And he was going up to every. I was like, just, why don't you just go start choking them out one by one? <laughs> Dude, eventually. Two to the
2: three minute chokehold.
1: Eventually, you'll get to the guy that yelled. There's just a bunch of
2: bodies with my like, gum all over them yeah. in the parking lot.
1: Yeah, just bodies. A bunch of guys about to wake up. A B- bunch of guys look like they've been lacquered <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> smells like fresh cut grass and bleach everywhere.
2: Oh, God. It was so bad. Well,
1: as I will stand by and uh, let you fight anytime. <laughs> Yeah. Had I was, you needed me, uh, like just like with Brian McKnight, and I said this to Brian McKnight as well. Uh, if you need really, Please tell me what you told Brian McKnight. If, if you need me. Because yeah, he's a big guy. His buddy wasn't. But Brian's actually. So if you need me. I I have this exploding golf ball. Yeah. If, if the three of you go down, I will step in. Throw some blows.
0: You can be my wingman anytime.
1: It's actually what I told him. I gave him a big hug. I said, you can be my wingman anytime. And he turned to me and he said,
2: you know what, Kevin? You, can
1: be, you can be my wingman anytime. <laughs> you can be mine.
2: It was an eventful it was definitely an eventful trip home. That was and that, you know no one got everyone thought we were crazy. I came back to that we had a big barbecue at my house afterward. I came yeah. back I was telling everyone the story and they're all like why are you fighting on the golf course? No one yeah. no one like when you're an adult no one likes fights anymore. Fighting is is sad. Well, it, when you become an adult fighting is just sad. Right, like it, it never ends well for anyone. People get really hurt. You know, it's like playing baseball. You can play softball when you're a adult, but if yeah. you play hardball baseball, someone I'm pretty sure someone sure. dies every time you try that. Mhm. It's well, also,
1: it, it's like telling also, when you tell someone about a fight that almost happened, it's a lot like telling someone about your dreams. Like, they just <laughs> don't really care at all. Like, unless you have, like, a gushing face or a giant scar or they're visiting you in the hospital and there's no proof of, like, what happened, it's really might as well just be saying, I had the craziest dream last night. and then It I is the, almost to the
2: exact same thing. If they're interested. not in it, if they're right. not a part of it, yeah.
1: then they don't give a shit. They don't care. And why should they? And it th- is pretty boring. And we should point out that the next day... I, you would think that I would say that's enough golfing for me with this maniac. But the next day, Scott and I went out again, and at the end of 18 holes, uh, or S- Scott also had a minor um, meltdown. He gave <laughs> me the the biggest insult slash. It, it, it was like an insult because I know you were you were trying to give me a compliment, kind of, but it it, it was an insult. But it was a, it was one of those pathetic insults. So I didn't let it bother me. But I think
2: Are you a pathetic insult. Yeah, you
1: said to me, you go. I can't believe I was the under 16 golf champion in Boca and I just got beat by you. Oh, Jesus Christ. Really
2: did I? There <laughs> no, you go. You go. I didn't say that, I was the I? under 16 golf champion
1: at the age of 15 and I just got beat by you. And I said, I, said well, I don't I know, think I said that. I said, I know he's trying to dig me. He's trying to cut me where it bleeds right okay. now. But it,
2: Will you go to lunch? Yeah. <laughs> enough of that. I don't think that actually happened. And then I jerked off sure on his stomach. That. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I didn't say that. <laughs> That did ha- you don't remember saying that? No, I said I, that. How would I know you were the under sixteen? 16- I wasn't the under sixteen golf champion. Oh, you weren't. But that was nice of you to say. Oh, I thought The compliment you were.
1: was sufficient, Lewis.
2: Yeah, I don't think we need to hear the rest of that story. It's my way of saying that Scott was a wonderful preteen golfer. <laughs> Good yeah, was, like, golfing with your manager, I felt like the whole thing was an audition. How was I supposed to play well? I was like, what am I supposed? I don't know if I was supposed to impress this guy. He knew like every fucking lie on the course. He's, Plus, he manages like big time talent. He was
1: very impressed. In fact, he was so impressed, he goes, he gives Is "At least this, three guys at Mister
2: Tux." He goes, Tux. He's, uh, "He
1: goes, he's, goes, all my clients are on tuxedo shops all around." He said, uh, "I know this guy. He's like, Is this the guy that yelled fucking asshole' yesterday <laughs> on the golf, the other <laughs> golf
2: course? Heard about him? I'm famous around uh, around Boca. You're very famous.
1: Yeah. You're the, known as the Boca
2: Hothead." It was very eventful, actually. It was a very eventful trip home. I come home to uh, a box from my grandmother that I haven't spoken to in in 20 years because my father passed away, like whatever it was, three months ago, whatever. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother sends me this care package. Now, when my dad died, my mom... Says that my grandmother called, like, you know, two days after my dad died. And she goes, oh, Can you believe it? Can you believe she called? I'm like, Yeah, I can believe she called. Her son just died. What yeah. are you talking about? Like, she was acting like it was the craziest thing because we had no relationship with her. Right. Now this box comes in the mail and she's like, I waited for you. Uh, I wanted you and your sister to be able to open this box together and, uh, you should really call her back. You got to call her back today. And I'm like, I don't want to feel like, yeah, it was, it was a Jumanji box. I, was uh, like, no, I don't really want to call her back today. Like, I'm really not, um, am really not that interested in talking to her. I really don't have a relationship with her, and I don't really want to have to call her immediately. I'll call her on my own time. I'll why, open the box, and I'll call her on my own why time. Why no relationship? I don't know. Just she, she didn't have a great relationship with my dad, so I didn't have a, Got it. a great relationship with her. It was just a trickle-down effect, right? So I was like, I, but now all of a sudden, it's just funny. It's like when she was calling because her son died, it was the weirdest thing in the world. But now that she sent a fucking box, and my mom was on the hook for a return call. Like my mom had taken a message. Yeah. When old people take a message... It's a big fucking deal that the, they write it down on that pink post-it note that said "missed call." Gotta get- I have to return, so you got to call her back. So I open this care package and whatever. There's a uh, bunch of shit in it, uh, but actually pretty cool shit. There's like a JFK Life magazine for right after he got uh, assassinated. It's oh. worth like three hundred bucks. It was like a quarter back in nineteen sixty three or whatever it was. By the way, it's that's like, available on eBay right now. On yeah, this bitch <laughs> three hundred dollars opening bid. And there's a note in there that's like, "and I want you to have." The dagger. I want you to have the Nazi dagger. Make sure he left it for you. Find the Nazi dagger. And that's how it's it's written. It's worded. It said it said I want you to have the dagger that your father. It said I want you to have your father's Nazi dagger.
1: When I write the word Nazi, I like to turn the T into a
2: swastika. <laughs> but that's just. Me. Nine, 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 nine. <laughs> So I go uh, – so I spent, like, the better part of the vacation on ser- in search of this Nazi dagger, which it begs so many questions. Because at the end, I, I'll skip to the punchline because I don't want anyone to think that I actually found it. I have no fucking idea what she's talking mm-hmm. about at all. Yeah. And I didn't find it. But it does beg the question – obviously, my father was around for 30-plus years of my life. Right. He's married to a Jewish woman. Yes. What the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> what did i want you to find your father's nazi dagger i wasn't aware that there was a nazi dagger in the family and i couldn't find it What and why would he have one where Greatest is it
1: halloween costume ever
2: <laughs> prince william style yeah I, you know prince harry i harry. feel like
1: whenever you need to give someone just a real head scratcher just tell them look for the nazi dagger <laughs> You know, it just seems it's the like world's greatest riddle. ...solve a lot of problems. Uh, like, I was
2: sort of... I'm at peace with the whole thing, in a sense. And then it's like, find the Nazi dagger. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you th- really? Is the grandma... Is she mentally sound or no? Yeah, she, I mean, she's 90-something. Right. So she's as mentally sound as... not. I realize that because, 90-something people are not that mentally right, sound. No, you it do doesn't the, matter how mentally the, sound they are. You gotta They're not do, do the, uh,
1: the senior citizen math on that. See, Nazi dagger could mean, like, George Foreman, lean, mean...
2: You know, <laughs> grilling grill, machine,
1: grilling machine. You know, the tra- you got
2: to do the translation on that. Nazi dagger could mean anything, really. Windbreaker. Maybe- I got a little pocket knife and like a leather pouch, but there was no Nazi paraphernalia on it.
1: But see, that's the thing is like the story could have changed. I don't want to uh, shatter your hopes and dreams of one day owning a Nazi dagger. But I have no hopes. Oh, really? That wasn't your biggest hope and dream in life? To own a I just Nazi? hope I can
2: find my father's Nazi dagger and a, and a copy of Mein Kampf so I can really have a fucking yeah. head scratcher for the rest of my life. Yeah,
1: that'd be a strange thing. <sighs> uh, you know, I would imagine he was not a Nazi, if that's your concern. No, he wasn't. Um, although sure. I did see him a few times and he was quite the goose stepper. He had quite the uh, the, the Nazi march.
2: <laughs> why do we always talk about Nazis whenever you're on the show, too? I don't too? know why that is. A lot of Nazi talk.
1: Uh, Nazi talk. Talk about extreme talk.
2: Extreme talk.
1: XM-165. I, I, I would imagine if he had a Nazi dagger, it was probably a collector's item. Maybe got it at a museum or um, a poorly planned Cracker Jack I think it's box. illegal
2: to own Nazi paraphernalia in the United States. I'm pretty sure. I'm uh, sure what I would be finding would be Ill- illicit material. Let me say, I recall... I don't know what grade I
1: was in. I want to say seventh. And I was going through the teacher's desk drawer to try to find a grade book so I could change my grades. And in her desk drawer, she had a legitimate Nazi um, band, armband. Really? You know, in like a cellophane, you know, with like a... Oh, I saved. Yeah, but like, I don't think she was throwing it on, you know. I don't think she was putting it on during, during lunchtime. Yeah. And like, but but she had it, and it had like a you know description of it, like it was a, like something she almost got like a museum gift shop or the Nazi of the Month Club or something <laughs> like that.
2: I guess you can get that stuff. I don't see why you wouldn't be able to get it, right? I'm sure you can find. I mean, I my guess is it's got to be something from like my grandfather or something. He was in World War Two. It's possible maybe he maybe he yoked a Nazi and yeah. stole his. Yeah, a dagger. Of course, if you kill a Nazi, you take their knife. You take their knife, right? Of course, you do. That we've see, all seen *Inglorious Bastards*. That's
1: a cool. That would be a very nine, cool nine, thing. Nine, that would be like a. That would be a very cool thing to have passed down. Like this knife, my grandfather passed to my father. He ate. got it
2: in a golf fight. <laughs> he got it against a Nazi.
1: In a golf He jerked fight. off on a Nazi's stomach, <laughs> and then he took their
2: knife. <laughs> took their knife, Rich. And then, Rich boys to men. You're so on them. the air. What's up, buddy? Welcome to Up and Hello, Rich. Hey, what's going on, man?
3: So, uh, I had, uh, mm-hmm. let me word it correctly, uh, I think, I don't know, I know Joe normally does the, the games. Yeah. Shit. Right? Yeah. Uh, I feel like you had, you used one of the clues, like you had used them previously.
1: You think we had a previously used clue? Oh, how the hell would you know? They all sound the same. It's wrong. <laughs>
3: like, Like, from like two, <laughs> two years ago. ago.
1: From two years ago. This guy's huh? remembering a dude's orgasm from two years ago. Yes,
0: I th- remember it. It's very vivid.
1: Which one was it? The uh uh or the <laughs> uh, uh uh? Was it this one? Or the, or the <laughs> uh, That's the one. Yeah, I remember that. Fall of 1997. <laughs> I heard that exact squeal for pleasure. <laughs> What's your point, Rich? What's right, your point, I, uh, rich? It,
3: it was uh it was more like uh, uh no i'm not gonna act it
2: out all right, but rich. uh
3: it was the it was one that sounded like the, the the goat
2: fainting oh no it was not the goat i see what you're getting at here it was not the goat no sir rich thank you for the call that was i be- think thank you for the that call. was before
1: the internet when they used to play the game and they actually had to go out and get goats having sex to get all the sound they needed Thankfully, the internet came around and pornography is right at our fingertips. So Scott doesn't have to run around to barns with his microphone. Please fuck. I need some sounds for my show. <laughs> for God's sake, can you goats just fuck already? Rich is waiting <laughs> so, for this. So
2: brutal that was. Oh, God. Stepping in manure, waiting for goats to fuck. Uh, let me do a couple more jokes from somebody here. What okay. Let to do some more jokes. This, this Kieran guy, I think he wins the award. He had some great jokes. Uh, well, let's see who else we got. Uh, d- 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 this is from the, uh, earlier tonight's round robin Rob- joke off.
1: Yeah, here we go. Jay-Z got Beyonce pregnant and then she
2: popped out their kid. Uh, Kanye claims the kid would have been called. I used to sell a fuck ton of Coke if he hadn't been part of the naming process. <laughs> I don't even know if I know what that one means. <laughs> no, I don't think I do. What's this one? Uh, I'm going to go to the ones on Twitter, I think. At HuffStapes on Twitter is the account, if you like. You can submit your Jay-Z jokes. Uh, What's the setup again, Kev? One more time. Uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce had
1: a baby, and they named her Blue Lily or something of that sort.
2: Was it Ivory? Blue Ivory. Blue Ivy. Blue Ivy, Ivy. yes. Blue Ivy. Yes, named Blue Ivy, and your punchline from this guy named... Following you. Beyonce gives birth to a baby girl. Oh, my God, a third one. Blue, da-ba-dee, mm. Three people went it's with funnier. that bunch nice. <laughs> of It's gonna be asked, The third time, it is a little funnier. Uh, apparently, Jay-Z's 100th problem is coming up with a decent baby name. All mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. Not bad. Not bad. A little factual. Uh, Jay Z and Beyonce give birth to baby Blue Ivy. Beyonce gives birth to a baby. I'm gonna let you finish, but Neo has one of the greatest babies of all time. Of all time, you're not even gonna get the punchline. Wow, no rim shot. Uh, thanks for the submissions. At Huffstapes is the Twitter account. Uh, if you'd like to submit joke offs, we're gonna start sending them out before every show. I feel like there are some better ones. We'll retweet the ones that were great that we didn't get to on the show tonight. I apologize if you had a better one than the ones we've been reading. This one's pretty good, actually. I'm going to give some love to this one. Uh, Beyonce gives birth to baby girl Blue Ivy. Next single, this diaper's too poopy-licious. Is there ever a diaper
1: that's really too poopy
2: <laughs> Not bad. Come on. Not bad. I'd say they're all not poopy enough for me. We're right down to the end of the show, Kev. There was so- I actually wanted to talk sports tonight because, you know, Staples will never talk sports with me. I was excited to see that, you know, Manny, uh, Manny Pacquiao got called out today, called mm. out, quote-unquote, on Twitter by Floyd Mayweather. And I was just thinking, how far have we fallen from, like, Howard Cosell interviewing Muhammad Ali and him doing rhymes to Floyd Mayweather fucking tweeted at a guy that he wants to fight him? That's almost as bad as a fight on the golf course being won by a good golf shot.
1: At least on the golf course, you weren't limited to 140 characters. Yeah, and I could see. I had
2: ass. I could fit asshole and motherfucker right. in almost every insult. Yeah,
1: I uh, I do think it's strange when feuds begin on the Twitter and then to watch two grown adults typing hateful messages at each other in
2: 140. It is like it's like if you have got something to say. Yeah. I mean, bre- I'm all for brevity. Right. But, you know, they have a lot of history. There's been drug testing. There's all kinds of shit that you could say if you had more than 140 characters. I don't care how the fight happens. I'd like to see them uh, knock each other out. It's but. the only way that I'd watch. I, it was crazy, because I'm sitting there today, and I see this thing, this call-out, and he wants to fight, I'm finally Floyd Mayweather the guy bringing it to the table, saying, I want to fight Manny Pacquiao. And I just went, wow, you have figured out literally the only way, after the sucker punch of uh, Victor Ortiz, that you could ever get me to watch boxing again, is if these two guys fight. I was yeah. never going to watch a fight again, probably, ever. Gave up a, I was going to give up boxing. It's just so shitty, and so fake, and so terrible. And I was like, wow, this is the one way they know they're going to get another one final $60 out of my fucking dime hands they really want to get these two to fight they really
1: want to get everyone to, if they really want this fight to happen pacquiao just has to keep sending annoying linkedin requests <laughs> and eventually they will come to blows because i can only send for like four or five of those from the same person before i want to knock them the fuck out
2: all right guys us at is the email address the twitter account at huffstapes uh at toadhop network right here and don't forget please if you like the show and you can go and support us on XM, then please tweet at ExtremeXM165 Thursday night, right around the time the show is over, which is um, will be 10 Eastern. Starts at 9 Eastern, 9 to 10 Eastern. Just start blowing the shit up out of their ExtremeXM165 account. At ExtremeXM165. And uh, you know what? Blow them up for, Hi- for Heidi and Frank, too. Say Wednesday night. Say Toad Hop should be taking over this motherfucker and include Toad Hop. Do that as well. Um, But it's uh, just a big thank you, too. A big thank you to everybody who has supported the show since day one. Most of you guys who started with us are still here with us and are the only reason that we could be here on Toad Hop and on XM Talk, uh, Extreme XM 165. So big thanks. Uh, Coming soon to Ham Radio as well. There you have it. A big thanks to Awkward Call Screener Drew, who said she is not pleased with having to be a part of... uh, death scene or money shot i may have more time to dedicate to the show after tomorrow when i get fired from my job (laughs) thanks everybody here at toad hop for their help lewis on the ones and twos pat fitzgerald out there our video editor nick fitzgerald our engineer and everyone else here that helps out with the program kevin thank you you can find kevin klein on the playboy morning show sirius xm 1:02 102 every morning starting at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. A.M. 7 a.m. 7 Holy shit. He is not a nighttime show. 7 a.m. I wish time. 7 p.m.
1: That's a great idea. If anyone's listening, 7 p.m., let's do it. <laughs> Sleep in tomorrow. Come
2: on. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it, buddy. At the Kevin Klein on Twitter. Uh, for everyone else here at Huff and Stapes, this is Scott Up saying so long. Uh, no thanks to Jackie Bray for sucking so many dicks that she's got a sore throat. Brutal. Oh, no. Sorry, what was it? Licking too many assholes. That's right. Licking so many assholes she got a sore throat. Stop licking some, so many assholes. Get, get, get her back. some Hall's mentholictus. Get, get, get well soon, Jackie. Stop licking assholes. Uh, so long. Joe Stapleton has nothing left to say. This has been the Huff and Staves radio program on the Toadop Network.
1: Huff and Staves, Tuesday nights at 9
2: Pacific, only on the Toadop Network. Radio worth watching.